Hi, I'm Ray, and you're listening to Insert Quest here. Today's quest is Live, Love, Die, Phoenix Academy. I'm going to be your GM for today, and my pronouns are they, them. Uh, we're going to jump into play in a minute, but first I'm going to have our players introduce themselves, starting with... Ro, she, her. I'm Will, he, him. Sophie, she, her. Sophie has the worst case of the giggles, which is why Sophie went last. Sophie <laughs> <laughs> still have them. <laughs> Look, that's fine. Uh, so, last session we fought a big fight against your friends, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and uh, some of our lovers. Um, friend, you're still my friend. Woo! Get some, girl! Look, it's alright, we've all been there. We've all had friends. Actually, I don't know if Rowena's had friends. Or I've Wil- had friends. Wilfred's definitely had friends. He used to watch Skins in high school. Yeah. My lad Bible, if you will. <laughs> the show. The show. Um, anyway. Yeah, I still say it. Skins? Uh, fill you in. It's like a party culture show, okay. drama show. Anyway. Um, I've so. murdered them. Now they're all dead. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, that was a bit dramatic. Uh, and this week, we're going to be exploring um, the ball that we kind of foreshadowed a little bit or mentioned earlier. Uh, and so this is kind of like a winter celebration of like where of and it's a semi-state funded event because the school is also state funded. Um, something that I was I was thinking about like how much of the Ignathan. GDP is generated by its military. Probably a lot if they have <laughs> mega particle cannons. Um, oh boy. Yeah. Uh, tiny archipelago island nation has most advanced military on the planet. Probably like a lot of lot of weapons being sold by this country. Anyway, um, so the ball is like partially state funded, and the whole purpose of it is to see the new generation of. Um, of hopeful fighters of the best that the nation has to offer uh, and they are sort of it's sort of similar to like a coming out ball you're essentially being presented to indeed you're kind of being presented to the national heroes Um, so a lot of mech pilots are there and some scientists actually uh, pick a number between uh, one and six five Alright, well, it was, uh... Why did I do that? That doesn't make any goddamn sense. It was a irrelevant number. Indeed. Hang on. Let's do this a different way. Sorry, I like your pencil case, Ray. Pick a number between one and nine. Ah, yeah, excellent. Six. Six? Six. Cool. I'll take that. One, two, three, four, five, six. Interesting! That's my ground nosing with the DM token. <laughs> so there are a lot of um, there's lots of like national heroes in the terms of like um, war heroes and things like that. But there are also three members of the Agnathan High Council attending, which is your governing body, um, sort of quasi-military organization. So how, how, for reference with these guys, how big a deal are we talking like Prime Minister, um, 
High Major General? The High Council. The High Council are very much. Um, I would say that they are each of similar um, cultural status to a prime minister in a country where they take that thing real seriously. Yep. Cool. Not Australia. <laughs> so, America. Look, I think a better comparison is probably China or Japan. Yeah. Fair. Um, Australia, wow, they've got two new members. Cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And also, uh, except that there is, there is, it is a council of them, so there's a few of them. Yeah. Now they, they all have, they have, they hold military rank as well as like being uh, politicians and things like that. So do they technically call the shots or do they call the shots? They the call military? the shots and... Call the shots. Uh, and call the shots. Yeah. They probably don't command the armies anymore. Yeah. And they probably weren't ever generals, but it's kind of like an unspoken rule that you don't get on the council unless you fought in the military. Um, you don't necessarily... Actually, in that regard, it's very similar to, like, um, the American presidency in that, like, I don't think any... Has any American president been elected that was not in some way connected to the military besides Trump? I was going to say Trump because bone spurs. Was Clinton in... The, uh, lots of American presidents get there by leveraging the fact that they were in the armed services, right? Similar thing here. Unwritten rule. If you weren't... Yeah. Yeah. If you weren't a soldier, then you're probably not going to get on the council. Um, also in attendance is one of the uh, high uh, ranking members of the Science Academy. Ooh. Uh, that is going to be intended, which is kind of like. Actually, not a Science Academy. Let's go with the. Um, Institute? The Agnathan Society for Scientific Preservation. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Also, like, scientific preservation? What does that mean? It probably means maintaining the scientific status quo. Because, let's not forget, you live in a fascist nation. Um, who is also a member of the council. Um, I will give you that member's name. It is Jung Sung Yi. I just realized I can't make any of those, any of those quotes. And I, I, I want to make it clear, that's not, that's not smart scientist Asian stereotype. That's just the sixth name on the list. Rowena said six. So that's it. It could have very easily been Justice Monday, number five. I thought you meant his name could have been Justice Monday. No, Justice Sick. Justice Monday could have been the high scientist because Justice Monday is name number five on this list. Who's the head of the scientist? Justice Monday. It's like, ooh, okay, why is Justice Monday? Just another Justice Monday. It also could have been Masami Volkov, like oh, that's dumb. number seven. Yeah. Like. Yeah, that's just the one you picked. Um, so what, what? What's his name? Jung Sun Mi. Okay. Jung Sun Yi. I was. I thought you were saying Justice Monday was. No, no. Justice Monday is a different character who I will work in if needed. What can I get you, Mister? Some of the characters on this list might not come up in the scene, yeah. but they're there if we need them. Um, that reminds me, another person on here needs to have known... Pick a number between 1 to 9, it can't be a number you've already said. Three. 7. Cool. I'm gonna go with 3. 1, 2, 3. Oh. I'm like that oh. the just, oh. Justice Monday? No. It's a couple. 
We're sort of generating plot. Right, so the way I did this is I populated this list and I populated this list with a couple of um, couples. Um, and one name that is actually a callback to previous plot points. And then what we're doing right now is essentially we're randomly generating which of these characters is going to be related to some of the vague plot ideas. Mm. So, uh, you know, we did we, we did uh, three numbers earlier to get which of these were going to be our council members. Um, we actually rolled four, but there was a duplicate, so I didn't go with uh, one of them. So there's only three, and we just did one six to pick who was from the Science Academy, Science Preservation Society. Um, and we just did one for another plot point. Um, cool. So. They are. Uh, you will definitely hear their name when we get to it, because right. they're going to be in your face about it. Oh. Uh, Rita Skeeter? So, we're going to sort of begin in, radio, in media res. So, I think we are... We, we open on... We open on the normal, like, intro shot for the anime, except the music is a bit different. It's a bit more, like, kind of Jazzy. winter festival-y. And then we sort of cut to these <laughs> establishing shots of the students, like, helping with decorations, and then this huge oval, uh, this huge field, uh, nicely maintained field, being set up with garden planters, and also with um, also uh, having this pavilion set up in the middle of it. The grass on this field is all synthetic turf and underneath is really strong, um, like, not cement, but like a synthetic material, like kind of a weird plasticky concrete kind of thing, because this is where you do parade drills in your mechs. And you know, we see some shots of you practicing your parade drills, and then we uh, sort of like fade into night over the field. We sort of like see it turn to dusk and then evening. And then we cut to the. Uh, we cut to. We cut to the main harbor, and we see this large like military landing hovercraft arriving and it opens and then we see the we just see these two double lines of mechs and uh, uh and decorated military vehicles um sort of like open topped cars but they've like been covered in like royal insignia well not royal insignias but national insignias and they've got flags and there's banners and there's confetti going Kind of, except, you know, without bulletproof vest thingies because they probably have, like, rapid deployment photon barriers and mm. shit like that because it's fucking Agnatha. Yeah. Um, and so these huge... These, like, You see these mechs rolling out and you probably recognise a bunch of them. One that stands out is... That's the wrong deck, I think. No, it's not. One that stands out is... What's X? What's 10? 10 of... Can I have a look at the picture? I can't tell what that is. It's Major Arcana. Luck? Chance? Luck isn't one. Hang on, I'll get mine that has the Major. I'm very annoyed that mine doesn't have names on it. Because mm. it means I can't learn it as easily. I have to learn by the number. That is true. 
I've only, I'm only doing major, so that's fine. So what's ten? I'm just reading the shirt, Sophie. What is it? Death Star. Oh, it's the Death Star. Yeah. Uh, ten is Wheel of Fortune. Oh right, gambling, of course. Yeah. Fuck, we're idiots. Absolutely. Well, it's just like not gambling. Yeah. Cool. So one of the mechs that one of the mechs that walks out, one of the mechs that walks out in front is covered in. It's red and it's black and it's got gold accents all over it and it's got a big huge revolver hand cannon the cab is open That's on cool. like the cockpit is open on the front and as it walks forward you see this guy in like uh, actually is it a guy it's not a guy oh you know who it is justice monday <laughs> Justice yes. Monday! Justice Ye- Mr. Monday in the house! Justice Monday, who in the last uh, major Agnathan conflict, that of the uh, island insurrection, uh, Justice Monday achieved a record 66 confirmed kills. Can I just say how happy I am that Justice Monday's main weapon is a revolver? Because mm-hmm. it just seems to fucking fit Revolving beautifully. Uh, so they uh, pilot the mech roulette, <laughs> and their hand cannon is called the Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> I love it. Leo, he's out like, fuck, I have to name my weapons. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we see them out the. F- we see Justice Monday out the front. Covered in like, and you know, they look, they're like wearing kind of like, they're wearing like a white tuxedo, but it's, their bow tie is rhinestones and they've got like, oh god, yeah, and they've got roulette, roulette wheel, uh, cuffs, um, as the, as their mech proceeds up and you see a bunch of other mechs and then you see, um, you actually see several mechs in the procession that are dressed, that are painted in all white and have, uh, and are carrying banners with images of other mechs on them. Um, almost, and they're sort of, the images are kind of presented in a way that you could be forgiven for thinking they were tapestries. Mm. They're probably just screen printed, but they're intended to look like uh, tapestries as these mechs carry these huge banners and they don't have any weapons on them as they proceed up and um, and and you know riding on top of these mechs are uh, are other prestigious members um, and one mech stands out in particular because on top of it is uh, a older looking than the other pilot. Like, the pilots here are contemporary to Garcia's age. Mm. Um, these these pilots, these two pilots here look like they are older than that. Um, they look like they were probably the mentors of Garcia's well, generation of pilots. I'm interested. Um, and so, two stand out to you. Uh, Hildred and Hinata Williams are co-pilots of the mega suit Atropine, 
which you know as the last of the mega suits, as they were deemed militarily unviable in the same way that airships went out of fashion. Mm. And the same way that like destroy uh, dreadnoughts are no longer a thing that um, navies have. It's oh, just kind of cool, more co-piloting. Mm. I like feel like if Nox is watching this parade, mm-hmm. they're just geeking out over these famous mechs that they have been studying since they were like tiny. Indeed, and so oh as my these God, mechs, these mechs no. and these cars progress up the going. progress up the main boulevard, heading towards um, the the ball field that's been set up um and your mechs the mechs of your entire year are lining this uh procession and as the mechs pass as the last of the mechs in the in the procession from the hovercraft pass you and the last of the cars you start falling in behind in rows of three so they went up in rows of two and then you go up in rows of three because your teams are based on threes and so uh yeah, so your team proceeds up. Um, and as you arrive at the um, at the parade ground, you see all of the the dignitaries mechs parked on the far side of the field from you, and then so taking up one quarter of the space. Mm. And then you all of your year's mechs take up the remaining third. Um, and you're told that you can that you should park your mechs next to your date, and if your date does not have a mech, then Whoops. you should park them here. And so, I guess in the case of <laughs> someone, I guess we'll do you first. So you park your mech, Awkward. and then what is the state of your date? Yeah. Who did you bring? So I definitely. Uh, Invited uh, Ricky LaBelle. LeBeau. LeBeau. I keep calling him LaBelle. Look, LaBelle is also a good name. Yeah. But then we don't get the cool bow pun. Indeed. The state of the date. They definitely don't have their mech. They definitely don't. What kind of things are we sort of looking at here? Sorry. Um, so... I can describe for you what they arrive in, if that's helpful, but I want you to describe me what... Describe for me what you think um, Ricky looks like. Sophie has a cheeky picture to help you out. Has Ricky tried to... Has Ricky tried to match you in any way? According to me, he's a... How injured is Ricky? I feel he's definitely got like... The very how how long is this after the a week or two? It's like a not it's enough time to have rebuilt a mech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cast so. on one arm. <laughs> I, I think I was gonna say he like some like really heavy bruising across like one side of his face. He's been like smashed against the console. Yeah. Um, I feel. I know. I don't. Man, I'm trying to think everything I know and how. Because I know that, like, Sasha seemed to be, like, very individualistic uh, and, like, not sticking to a stereotype in her dress from the party. Ricky's... When I first introduced Ricky's outfit... When I first introduced the team's outfit, they were wearing, like, military bomber jackets. I specifically pointed out that Ricky's looked older than the others, almost like it was more retro. Okay. So we can safely assume Ricky is into retro fashion. This would be better if I knew fashion. 
Um, Alright, consider what... <laughs> so, he's probably wearing a very conservative suit, if he's wearing a suit. Um... Yeah, I think I think maybe call back to World War Two. What you would expect a World War Two okay. airman to be wearing to a ball. It's gonna be an interesting look because uh, Leo is wearing like formal military dress. Yeah, you're wearing like full so, military like, dress, sparkling buttons. Yeah, uh, there's like a little pin uh, on his left uh, lapel. Which has got like a circle uh, with a shield and a broken sword sitting in front of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but everything else is like very, very crisp, very neat. Hair is like gelled back. I'm going to assume that that's some equivalent of like a, um, like an Air Force cadet yeah. uniform, like dress uniform, because like you're not, you're in, you're technically pledged to be in the military and not actually an officer, a soldier. Yeah. And he's probably dug this suit out from like, because yeah. of his family's history. Yeah, 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 for sure. And then that's sort of contrasting against the, the more retro, uh, <laughs> uniform dating back from that period yeah indeed and so I think we see um, I think we see Ricky sort of like place a large case down like he sort of arrives on foot mm-hmm. and then you see like Sasa no we'll see we'll say Bobby we see Bobby like sort of like hold out their mech's hand uh, so shortbow like holds out this thing and you see Ricky like take this like case off of it um, and sort of like strain to lift it with one hand because I think we established that they've got like a sore hand. No, they've just got the bruise on their face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so it sort of on, so it sort of grabs it and places it down next to your mech, and like everyone sort of like gives it a wide berth, and then you see him like plugging in stuff and opening up the case, and he's essentially got um, Strongbow's AI core there, and is like mm. plugging in where he can. So are we. In our mechs for this, or just you just arrived in your mechs, and now you are disembarked. Yes, it's like as soon as that happens, Leo is going to like pop the hatch uh, and like get down and stand awkwardly next to him. I think. Can I say as he's getting Mm. out, like as we're all getting out of our mechs, Mm -hmm. and as Ricky is like approaching, everyone's approaching. I'd just like to elbow him and say, "You owe him." Do Elba, do you and Echo elbow Dorothy and him, or do you wait until you're both out of your mechs? I see her need to necessarily elbow Dorothy. <laughs> Just thinking about it. All on Leo. I was going to say, I think as you're climbing out, you know, and you sort of turn as you're going down the ladder, and you're sort of looking back into the cockpit, I think you hear Dorothy's voice say, good luck. <laughs> A scowl at the cockpit. A scowl at your chair. Yeah. Uh, and then just clamber down before I get nudged. Just like, you're not my mother. Uh, and... Paul's ear. I am for the time being. And I think as you two are sort of bickering, I think Sasa is like just sort of watching you. And it's like, oh, are you, you having fun? Just you having yeah. fun ripping your teammate. I have to rip him off sometimes. He's he he needs a lesson. How about you focus on your mission at hand? Your and I'm gonna just move away. And from I think her, as like, you, I think as you move away, Ricky sort of like looks to you and sort of like smiles, 
awkwardly for a second and like nods tersely, like mm, I yes. can be terse. Um, and yes, then I, it's a serious interval. And then I think Sasa sort of like uh, is like straightening her um, bow tie. Uh, ah, nice. As uh, as she sort of like looks at you, uh, Ramona says, "So, what's your mission?" My mission is to have a lovely time with you and maybe get in a couple of dances. Excellent. And then I think, I think uh, she sort of like turns back towards um, Cross uh, and Cross sort of like uh, leans uh, in and then opens their hand and there's like uh, a flower there, and uh, Sasa grabs the flower and then like hands it to you. And I take it and I say, it's like I said earlier. Mm-hmm. What was the cool thing I said earlier? <laughs> it's alright, take your time. Because the funny thing is, I was running over this the entire week. Totally fair. I do stuff I like w- that too. What I wanted to say. Um, what was it? Oh, you are so cool. <laughs> Seems like what you need to say. Mm-hmm. Fuck! That's alright. Hold on. Uh, it's like I said, uh, uh, before. You only live once, so let's make the most of this this ball. Hey, there we go. I think as you say that, she and sort of like wow, wow. takes your arm and leads you onwards. And I think um, I think we can hear Bobby in the distance, like this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the most handsome LeBeau. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Can you hear short by saying like you you're mad? Imagine how I feel. <laughs> My pilots are dead. <laughs> it's time to LeBow out. Uh, and then I think we cut to you and your date arriving. Yes. So uh Nox is dressed in I actually found a picture of this. Cool. Sort of like a cross between a kimono and a tuxedo. Oh, very you. Yeah. Did you save that to your Pinterest board I for knots? Nice. I um, instead of the the shoes, though. We can talk about that as okay. we enter. Um, like a high military shining boot. Yeah, you're wearing fucking you're wearing combat boots because of course you are. In case there's a fight breakout, I've got to be prepared. Because you have to fucking kick a bitch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, of course. That's um, why I'm not wearing heels either. With gelled up hair and very you know wearing boots either. Yeah. Very <laughs> proper. Definitely. Everything's in place, but you know, a little bit geeky. I was like, oh my god, these are some of my heroes. No, no I think I think Penumbra. I uh, just like it's all right. Just be calm. Just stay chill. Remember to breathe. Indeed. You've got this. It's okay. They're just pilots. I know, but 66 confirmed. It's alright. 
just think of it in, in, instead of being intimidated by it think of it as just another goal to break another goal to break another record to break rather is a better phrasing Focus. right we've got this we've got this it's, it's just like meeting a personal best yeah we've got this so you're going to set a new personal best for good bowling I think I'm going to be sick I have an idea for an echo. Alright, let's do this. Gets out of the cabin. Yeah, I think as you <laughs> set down... But I completely forgot about that. You see your... You see your date. What was their name? Uh, Seiko. Seiko. And so you see Seiko there. Um, their uh, mech is like all optics. Mm. Um, and sensors and things like that. And you see them sort of like step down out of the neck um, and sort of like feel the leg of their mech before um, you see like a drone pop out of the yeah. back of it and what does that drone look like? Um, I'm imagining something sort of similar to um, Rover from Voltron. Yeah okay so it's sort of like a triangular ball. Yeah with like a big yeah, sort big, of big haptic yeah. optic, um, yeah. except more in like different colors and green. Yeah, it's like a purplish metallic color, yeah. I think. Yeah. And uh, and as your uh, date sort of uh, stands at the edge of their mech waiting for you, um, we the audience can see that they have a visor, and it's sort of uh, integrated into. Um, their face a little bit um covering yeah covering on their eyes it's it's clearly a like permanent prosthesis um and they are standing in do you have an idea of what they're wearing or would you like me to go you can go yeah i think they're wearing like a uh tight um jacket um that sort of like ends mid forearm uh, and tight pants as well, and then underneath, um, kind of like a really textural kind of scaly almost top. Ooh. Um, and they're sort of standing there, uh, waiting uh, for you. And their uh, and their hands are covered in. Uh, ridges and lumps in various patterns um, and they are it's not quite scarification it's as if scarification could be done by inducing um, like uh, calcification of the skin artificial scar yeah almost body mods yeah indeed uh, and they're sort of like standing there cupping um, their hand, well, yeah, one hand on the mech and the other hand sort of like cupped in front of them as they wait for you to come closer. Um, Nox will approach and bow. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you for agreeing to come with me to the ball. As always, you are a vision. And offer a holographic projection that he and that they in Penumbra um, took Work of um, uh, Seiko and their mech, but in holograph so that they can like plug it in and see it easily. Mm. Cool. And offer it to them. 
And yeah, and I think uh, I think we see Seiko blush uh, around the edges of their cyberware um, as they sort of move their hand that is uh, resting in front of their uh, torso and sort of like hold it out for you to put it in their hand. Place it. And then as you place it, they sort of slip it into their jacket as they gray uh, gracefully like run their hand down the edge of their mech and then sort of like offer it out to you. We see the drone sort of like move they- forward. We'll take the arms and lead her into the Indeed. into the ball. And I think as uh, I think you two arrive at the ball slightly ahead of Sapsa and uh, and Ramona, and so you know you you head in and you're sort of like you know got your drinks or whatever. As you're... This is um, one thing I wanted to ask because mm-hmm. I had I had this idea in my head that I wanted for Echo. Mm-hmm. Um, it's wearing a cute little bow tie. I wanted to kind of. How long would it take to download the AI into a smaller like? Impossible. The AI core is uh, cannot be removed from its initial instance without irreparable change. Could she have Hence, a link with something smaller? Yes, that is totally possible. Yeah, like a tiny little lizard or something. Yeah, you can have something for it to see through in the same way that yeah. uh, in the same way that Seiko has, has their drone. Um, but yeah, the the limitation of the AI core in the mechs is that they there is something unique to their architecture that means downloading an AI changes the AI. Okay. Well, I'd like a, like a little tiny a tiny little yeah. lizard mech. Yeah. Uh, to be like on her shoulder and underneath like that flap of the... Yeah, well, I was going to say, you could even have it look like a brooch, and then you could wear it in the open. Yes. And then it could be sort of, like, clipped onto that. I like this idea better. And so I think we see you sort of step together, and as you step in... uh, What was your character's last name? Did you have one? I didn't choose one. I still haven't chosen one. It's all right if you don't have one. Cool. So, as you step up, we hear an announcement say, um, and you pilot the Echo, don't you? Yes. Cadet Ramona, pilot of the Echo, and Cadet Sasa Lebeau, pilot of Crossbow. And they step forward and we see them in their like kind of, it's kind of like a shiny tuxedo. Um, and they've got, you know, and they've got that, uh, a, a nice looking kind of a leather bow tie, like a black leather bow tie, uh, hair sort of like brushed up and they sort of like are holding your arm as they step through. Uh, and I think we see, um, silver, I think we see red, uh, black sh- dress shoes with red, uh, accents, um, as they step through leading you forward. And what are you wearing? I am wearing a, um, it's like a, it's a more modern kind of dress, but it's an off-the-shoulder dress. Um, I'm gonna go with the same color as this. Yeah, yeah. So it's sort of like a sky blue. Yeah, Mm. it's a sky blue, um, and there's sort of a little fold over the edge of the... I don't know, the top of it, the where it goes off the shoulder. It's a cute um, asymmetric A-line. Yes. Um, and the skirt and is kind of flaring out on yeah, it too, right? The skirt part flares out a little bit. Uh, kind of 
one of those dresses that if you spun around it'd be like it'd yeah. make that little umbrella kind of effect. Oh. Yes. Uh, and she's wearing silver flats. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a little bit, of, it's very like very metallic. So it's, there's definitely a sparkle in there. And then you've got a piece of jewelry, a piece then, of quote unquote jewelry. Oh yeah. yeah. On on the part that's on the shoulder, there's a a lizard uh, accessory pinned <laughs> to to the dress. Yeah, sweet. Which is uh, actually uh, linked to Ecker. Wonderful. And I think as, yeah, you, you walk in um, and you're announced and you're sort of uh, stepping through, you can see various people. You see, uh, you see Whitney Shirley Glass, who you recognize Whitney Shirley Glass. as uh, one of the council, Agnathan council members. You see, oh, wait till you've got Shirley Glass. You see Jong... Kimberly, uh, who is a number me another member of the council, uh, particularly uh, renowned for opening up uh, diplomatic relations with the New American Union between Agnatha and the New American Union. John who? Uh, Jong Kimberly. J O N J. J O N G. Not in a white suit? No. <laughs> oh, I see. Uh, <laughs> And then we also see Jung Sun Yi, who is the head of the Agnathan Scientific Preservation Society, as well as a uh, member of the Agnathan High Council. Mm, um, mm-hmm, indeed. Um, yeah, and so those people sort of stand out to you, and you can see... Uh, you see members of the student, member of the, your teachers and mentors uh, are all here. You see the principal. Uh, you notice that every pilot in your year is here. Very few of the engineer and development students are here. And very few of like the support training star uh, students and things like that are in attendance. And if they are in attendance, they are as dates of pilots. Now this event was not this event was not is not advertised as a pilot to pilot event. It is advertised as the the uh, the heroes of Agnatha uh, bearing witness to the future heroes of Agnatha. And yet, it's mm. pretty much all pilots here. Uh, pilots, high council members, scientists, parents of pilots, and things like that. Oh, no. And I think <laughs> you see... I think actually we'll do this with you. You and Ricky are, you know, watch uh, Asasa and, uh, and Ramona enter... And then Ricky sort of like smiles uh, at the at his sister, and then sort of like turns to her and says, "Thank you, by the way, for you know opening yourself up to drink." Yes. Excellent. And you turn to walk to the bar. And Before I do, I give like dot one last sort of like panicked look. And then <laughs> yes. So 
It's worth noting that the space that you're in is essentially you've got a wooden, a very ornate timber floor, and then you're in a ball uh, a ballroom with no walls. Um, the roof kind of looks like plaster, but you know that it's actually canvas and that it's held up by like carbon fiber and electronic stimulation of current fiber circuits and all these things that basically mean that there are poles on the only on the corners uh, well not on the corners only on the edges of this tent this tent that is as large as a ballroom um there's no pole down in the center and like that is and the tension of this kind of artificial spider's web material is holding the tent up. And so you can make out the mechs, but they're like on the edges of this field and you're right in the middle. I actually have a bit of a diagram for those at mm. home. Uh, well, for those here, rather. Thanks. Um, just to give you a bit of an impression. Um, but essentially picture a football field with a big fucking square tent in the middle of it. Like a very big tent. A tent as big as a ballroom. Uh, big pavilion. Indeed. And so, yeah, you turn to a dart to give your salute. And they just saw it. I think we, I think you can see the lights on their, yeah. on their mech sort of, the lights on their eyes almost flash at you. Yeah. One flashes like a wink. Yeah. Yeah. Very active. And then you sort of like make way to the bar. And as you're making, just as you get to the bar, and you and Ricky order drinks. He gets, uh, what would Ricky drink? I think Ricky, I think Ricky asks for like, um, it's a cocktail you haven't heard of, but it looks very fruit intensive. Make that too. <laughs> it's very sweet. Um, and rummy. It's got like a taste of like a white rum. Like a coconut rum. Um, and you do it, you know, you're, ha you're about to take your first drink and then you see Ricky freeze and then he puts his hand on you and he says, I'm probably going to have to introduce you as my boyfriend. And then he turns around and you see these two very European people. He turns around like... <laughs> just in like incredibly European. God, like, like anime blonde. Anime European. Like they've got clothing that is like from a from like that that looks like it's from the eighteen hundreds. They look like French aristocrats with like the like what they look like French aristocrats. They look like German propaganda, dr like Nazi German propaganda, rather, to be clear, from World War II, dressed by 18th century French aristocrats, right? It's, v it's a very... Very European. It's a very weird depiction of European. Give me a second just to assemble that in my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm there. They're tall. Um, they, they don't necessarily look like... Uh, Ricky and the and the other Lebos that you know, but standing before you is and they introduce themselves. Amour Lebo. Oh, sorry, Amour. Sorry, Amour Lebo. I misread what I wrote. Amour Lebo. And then the other one says, and I'm Celeste. 
<laughs> really hard not to make a face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they sort of like, they sort of like slightly lean forward and look pointedly at you as Ricky sort of sweats nervously. <laughs> Ricky sweats nervously and then starts to bow while looking at you. I will f- I'll follow his lead because I've done enough damage to the poor boy already. <laughs> and so you two bow deeply and then as you start to come up you see that they have also bowed. Um, no, they bowed. Oh my god, I hate you. Um, and so they rise and say, So, you're the one that cost us 40 million units. Oops. In... By killing our investment. Your investment? You probably remember that the Lebo mechs are not uh, built by Agnatha. He's drawing it out. And they're sort of like, You destroyed Strongbow. I did. It was. I stand a little bit closer to to Ricky. An outstanding. The most difficult challenge I have ever had to overcome on the battlefield. You should be proud. I think we see a more sort of look to Celeste and more sort of like, oh, maybe, maybe this, maybe this chap is okay. And then we, and then you can just see like fury in Celeste as she looks at Ricky and is like, well, I'm looking forward to seeing what you do to overcome the this pilot when you next face on the battlefield. No doubt you were just sharing a drink together as some sort of sort of like trying to prompt Ricky to be like, oh yeah, it was like good-natured ribbing because we're on the same side, but we're also enemies. Uh, like you can feel that to a degree. Um, like, and she says, yes, no doubt it was just you were you were of course giving each other a bit of a hard time, no doubt. And then Ricky sort of yep, hard time pauses. <laughs> And it's hard for you to get a sense of what is going on here. I feel sorry for Ricky. I also feel sorry. As in, it is hard for you to get a sense of going on on here without deeper study. Can I make? uh... So tell me what you're going to try and do. I want to try and make. A, a read of Ricky mm-hmm. um, to sort of get a glimpse into. So he said before that he might have to introduce if that's something that he is afraid of doing, or if that's something that he is trying to muster up. Reach out with your feelings. Yep. Can I have uh, two dice, please? Indeed. Ooh. So something that we didn't talk about at the beginning of the session, but I told Wilfred we would talk about, is that in order to bring you all in line with what will eventually be the finished version of Live, Love, Die, 
Um, I want you all to add plus one to a stat of your choosing now. It can't be the stat you started with. So, Sophie, you've already gained a level up, so you can put it into it. You can still do this, but you just can't put it into the into I your. Can't put it into emotion. You can't put it into motion. Wilfred can't put it into violence, oh. and Rowena can't put it into technical. Um, so I could have a point in each. You could have a point in each if you so choose. Uh, I've thought about this, and I'm going to put it in technical because at the start of this, he was bad at emotion. Fair. And still is not grand. That sounds fair. We might change that. Not sure. All right. Well, you've got till you, your next moment. Yeah. Uh, and also, when it, we now gain synergy on failure because we learn from our mistakes, and we grow closer with our mech through the analysis of our mistakes. What was the uh, role? Sorry. Read. Uh, reach out with reach your out feelings. With you. When you try to connect with someone and understand their side, roll plus emo. On a 10 plus, ask two. On a seven to nine, ask one. On a miss, ask uh, ask Ooh. one, and they ask you one in return. Excellent. Um, and there's a list there of three because I need to expand this move. Seven. Nice. No, six. Because I've got the plus one technical. Oh, in that case, you ask them one and they ask you one in return. Alright. Do you have the... Uh, yes, because that's a miss. Okay. I wow, we're going to mark... We're going to get synergy way faster. I know now. what I'm asking as well. Yeah. Is how can I help you? Cool. How can... How can you help them? Um... Ricky's always had to be the one to protect his siblings. Protect him. Ah, oh, yes. It's happening. Yes. In which I am Ricky. <laughs> um, and, oh wow, that's actually a bit of a strong emotion for me today, apparently. Uh, I think I'm going to put, put my point in emotion again, so I have to... Can't no, no, you oh, can't no, put can't. it in can't. emotion. Sorry, it's got to be technical yeah. violence. No, 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 that's fine. That. You have to put it in technical yeah. violence feels. I, I was listening to what... Yeah, indeed. No, I totally get it. And I just completely blanked. Yeah, indeed. Um, what are they going to ask you? What are you hoping I'll see? Oh, you got to keep these answers brief, don't you? You can expand. You can share as much as you want. As actually, you can share as much as Ricky needs. His potential. Ooh, ooh, one, ooh, ooh. Yeah, all right. You Show okay? me the scene. <laughs> okay. Sorry, what do they just say to... Um, um, you're, oh, you're not just... Yeah, you're, you're giving him a bit of gentle ripping. Uh, giving him a hard time, I think I'd it was. like to, to take you a bit of a step forward so I'm a bit closer mm -hmm. to, to these two. giant Europeans. And look up, but do so as kind of, you know, disinterested. Mm -hmm. Actually, if you must know, your son is my date to the ball. I was so... Impressed and intrigued by his skill and other talents, that I felt I had no choice in the matter. And Celeste sort of guffaws. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. And <laughs> um, looks to Ricky as like, and you accepted this. Individuals advances. And then I think Ricky kind of 
almost shrinks, which is strange for a person with such presence. You have to forgive me here, but it seems like the only asset you appear to be interested in was the machine I destroyed. I think Amur uh, sort of steps up and says, I think perhaps you've had too much to drink, young man, and maybe you should run along. I don't think I've had enough because I'm still not saying everything that's on my mind. And I think you can feel somewhere Garcia is watching you, and you can also feel uh, Dorothy. And it's not a protect the boy. And it's, and it's not like a it's not like a psychic feeling. It's more like if Dorothy was here, I know I'd be watching. Yeah, yeah. Since we've started, uh, sorry. Uh, can I am not going anywhere unless Ricky asks me to. This is, after all, his special moment as it is for every student here. We wouldn't want to make a scene and spoil his debut. And I think you see Amur uh, start to reach uh, down for a ceremonial sword at their side, just as Garcia bumps into him, spilling a glass of uh, tequila all over, uh, yes! all over. Everybody, <laughs> Garcia! <laughs> a good boy. Everybody. Uh, and, and he just sort of falls, and he's like, oh, and he's and he seems really drunk. He's like, I'm, I'm so sorry. I, sorry, yeah. you're. He's had too much. Garcia, <laughs> Zia sort of like grabs Amur's jacket, is like straightening it up, just just like rubbing, like pulls his the elbow, the sleeve of his jacket up, is like rubbing it on, on his belt. It's like, sorry, like I'll get you all nice and clean, sir. Make sure you're nice and clean. He sort of like stands up and sort of like grabs Amur really tightly by the jacket and pulls him close, and it's, that's when you notice. That's when you notice the lines underneath uh, Garcia's jacket. He's wearing a gun harness. He's got two pistols under his jacket, under each arm. Um, he just pulls and moves closer, like, I'm really sorry that I spilled my drink all over you. I hope that this hasn't insulted your honor. Is there any way that maybe we can make amends? Is there something that maybe we can do to just move past this moment of injustice for you? Because I just really want to make things right. And as he says that, he really evens out. And you just see him stare at Amur intently. (laughs) And the ball goes on and everyone's pretending like they don't see what's happening but a lot of people see what's happening um and two people stand out um to the three of you (laughs) Uh, to the three of you two people stand out there's these two um individuals that arrived in cars not in mechs 
and they're sort of standing towards the back of the crowd and unlike everyone else they're not even pretending not to look at Garcia it's boring holes into the back of his head as they watch this happen um, and then uh, and then Amor says no it's fine brushes Garcia's hands off backs away and then Garcia turns around to you, leads in and says, If you're gonna challenge someone to a duel, just be open about it, and I will back you. But otherwise, don't make this harder for me than it already is. And you can... need to buy that. And you can choose to, do, to investigate that more. I I want to talk to you about that when we get a moment, but right now I have a date. I will try. I nodded a jewel just yet. <laughs> nice. And so I think Ricky sort of steps up and puts his hands on your back and says, "I think we should get more drinks." Mm -hmm. And I think let's do shots. <laughs> 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 and then you hear Bobby shout. Did I hear shots? <laughs> this <laughs> comes over to you two. Shots, 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 shots. I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab, uh, I'm gonna like almost a bit of an imitation of Garcia, like look like I stumble for a second and like fall against Ricky mm -hmm. and just sort of say quietly to him. Your parents are garbage. Uh, My mech said something to me a little while ago, uh, but I never really understood in regards to you, and I think I've I finally get it. I know something about family expectations. I think we've got more in common than I originally thought. I think Ricky uh, sort of like leans into you as you're sort of walking away, and he says, we're gonna have a lot more in common by the end of tonight. <laughs> Say, uh, how do you feel about jewels? Shot? <laughs> yes, jewel <laughs> shots, as in shots in tandem, as you walk over to the bar. Um, what is, uh, what are, what are Seiko? Yes. What are Seiko and Knox doing? After acquiring champagne, because that was what is being handed around, unless you go to the bar, mm. um, what did you do? Um, as, as that whole thing winds down... I think I'd be watching that with intent, interest. Indeed. <laughs> uh, ah, I think through that, Seiko's like... Me too. <laughs> I think throughout that, Seiko's like... Um, like giving you, show, telling you about things that there's no way you could have noticed. Like, yeah. did you notice that their temperatures are elevated? Did you notice that, um, that, uh... Wow, he's got six knives under his clothes. <laughs> Nox, Nox will whisper back to them. Five current Satans and a jewel. Did you see, the, did you see the, can you see the guns under his jacket? Oh, there's a gun show, all right. <laughs> um... And I think, you know, the, you, this sort of continues with like five, you say the five dollars that ends in a jewel, they're like, I think it's more likely to end in a jewel than that. Uh, and so I'm going to choose not to take that bet. 
as I sort of like lean closer to you. Shame. Dance? Um, and they sort of look awkwardly at you. Um, they're sort of like, well, I mean, the, you can see the drones sort of like look into your eyes mm. and you see their, them sort of like turn their head down and away from you. And then they're like, I, I'm not, I don't really know how to dance. It's not really something I ever learnt. I'm not like from this kind of a place. And there's sort of like hand gestures are more directed downwards. Oh, the knuckle is easy to learn. Is that even the knuckle? This doesn't tend to be my usual scene either. I'm a lot more comfortable in a uh, technical area. Elbow deep in code. Oh, you were gonna say something? Elbow, <laughs> elbow deep in the puss. <laughs> aggressive couple line. <laughs> elbow deep in coding. Elbow deep in codeine. I'm a real grease monkey. <laughs> I'm a classical slime girl. <laughs> yeah, elbow dip and coding. Yep. Sorry for ruining your moment. It's all good. Um, uh, I, I mean, we should be bold. Be bold! Well, Miss Seiko and Knox will bow. Mm-hmm. and offer their hand may I have this dance I'll lead all you need to do is follow I can follow and they sort of like step up as you dance and yeah I think how do you think this dance goes um I feel like Nox knows it Technically, like he knows it technically very well. They Te- know it. That sorry, yes, they. That's alright. Uh, that their technique is flawless, but it's lacking that. It's stiff. Yes. Mm. But it, but they're also trying to exaggerate the cues to say we're going this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So totally. sort of playing it off as if like we're both good dancers, but I'm just mm-hmm. exaggerating my movements. Yeah. Um. Are you trying to get anything out of this? Uh, through this night unscathed. Okay. Cool. Because Nox is just like, oh, I'm not so good at it is worth. It is worth mentioning some, I'm going to flag some moves that are probably going to be useful for this, um, these scenes moving forward. Um, you could definitely bear your soul if you're trying to m- manipulate someone. Um, or like flag your feelings towards them. Um, reach out with your feelings if you're trying to understand mm-hmm. what someone else is doing. Remember your training yeah, I was about to say. could come up. Um, weigh the odds could come up. Mm. Um, and Remember your training, those videos that you watch on dancing. Or maybe, yeah, I was to say, it could be like <laughs> dancing stuff. Uh, and one that also I think could come up is... Stand uh, together. Well, yeah, stand together is always an option. Um, I need you to know 
is when ah, it also yes. come up. When you cut through the bullshit and reveal your true feelings for someone without expectations or guarantees of reciprocation, uh, each person involved chooses a relevant option. Um, seeing as we've got some romantic situations going on and also like petitions to duel. If I duel doing, I need you to know. I need you to know. That's oh, my toothbrush alarm. Someone was telling us to put our phone on silent. I did put my phone on silent. Apparently that doesn't silent my alarm, so I'm going to have to go in and change that setting later. But, good point. I did say to put our phones on silent and then my phone went off. Um, and my phone, my phone even does that thing where it warns you that an alarm is about to come up. Hey bro, uh, he's about to get a little noisy. Yeah, indeed. It's got like a notification in the hour leading up to it. Super quick as well, mm. um, I was like, just before we start doing the shots, I like grab one of the wait boys, mm -hmm. the waiter stuff. Indeed. Uh, and then just like a flash, like a picture of Ramona. Mm -hmm. uh, find this lady, tell her, watch out for the family. And I oh, slap nice. like the equivalent of like, you know, a meaty tip. Yeah. Uh, a thick tip. A thick tip. Wonk. Do it now. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I. All right. I think Ricky says to you, well, you came into this scene like you wear it well. Certainly. Um, They're cute. And so you two dance the night away. Well, dance for a time. Uh, and then I think we cut over to uh, Ramona. And what what are you and Sasa talking about when a waiter interrupts you? Twerking. <laughs> or even what are you and Sasa doing when a waiter interrupts you? Sure. So as you're dancing, uh, you see a waiter sort of like standing on the edge of the um, of the uh, dancing space. Um, and then just as the song wraps up, they sort of like step forward and they uh, say to you, uh, the gentleman at the bar, and he points to a group of, um, of students getting mad crunk doing shots. Um, <laughs> you should be afraid. The gentleman at the bar said that you should watch out for the family. And then uh, sort of nods to you and Sasa and backs away. Yeah. Well, can't think what that might mean. Well, kind of do. I put I put it together because how could I how, yeah, how could that. I not yeah. have seen what happened? I'm like, so that's your parents <laughs> that I say to Sasa. Nice. Yeah, they're kind of shit. But you know who isn't shit? And they kiss your cheek. Nice fucking us? dodge, Sasa. No, you. You're not. <laughs> you're not shit. But also, yeah, me and Cross are pretty good. <laughs> Thought I'd butter you up a little bit. I'm thoroughly butted. <laughs> Delicious. And I kiss them back. Double butted. And I think when you kiss them back, they said, "Did you want to get some more drinks, or did you maybe want to go somewhere?" Drinks would be great. Okay, cool. Let's I'm get nowhere some. near inebriated enough to deal with your fucking family right now. I thought you were just going to leave it at that. Well, I'm nowhere near inebriated enough. 
<laughs> I get to a certain level of drunkenness, I'm very likely gonna make a duel. <laughs> and then I think Sasa sort of like leads you over to where uh, her brother is. And you join in on this shot situation. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Um, in that case, is there anything else that anybody wants to do immediately, or should I introduce another thing? Um, I just like I would just like to go up to Ricky and say, well, maybe both both Ricky and Sasa, and be like, I am so sorry. <laughs> no, yeah, indeed. Uh, I think Ricky's like, it's actually funny, funny story. Uh, Bobby's idea was uh, that we should enroll into an academy uh, not in uh, Europe. Uh, namely because our parents expected us to take some... Uh, expected us to... Uh, what is the word? And he actually says that. What is the word that I want? So, like, looks to Sousa and Bobby. I just look back like, I don't know what you want me to say. Bobby's alcohol trickling out of his shop class. <laughs> um, and then Ricky's like, they expected us to show initiative. And then they got annoyed when we chose to enroll at uh, the Phoenix Academy. Early and, of course, we got in. <laughs> like, how could we not get in? <laughs> like, the best pilots of a generation. I can, <laughs> it's like, well... I can only imagine they <laughs> wanted you to go to a European school. And, well, look, they just wanted us to go to a school that was, you know... Prestige. A more comfortable ride to get to. <laughs> not allowed to f fly into Agnatha unless you are an Agnathan. <laughs> There's something I want to say, but I'm not sure that uh, is in a position to say. It's like European schools are so blasé. I don't. Th yeah, you're not Just really. Just as they're there. spinning past in the dance. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can imagine. <laughs> Mm. Um, drift into the conversation and I think when they say that thing about you know we're the best pilots of a generation sort of like he doesn't touch you but he makes a half gesture as if he wants to touch you there's like what would Dot do what happened in the romance book that we read uh, and we'll like go to mirror that Mm. Awkwardly. And I think your arms, like your knuckles and the side, like near your elbows, just sort of briefly graze <laughs> against one another. Hey, uh, while we're all together, these shots are good. <laughs> also, before I have too many, I don't want to make trouble. For you, and I stare at Ricky. And mm -hmm. Also, look at Shasta and then back to Ricky. <laughs> and then Bobby's just drinking. <laughs> I don't want to make trouble, but I'm. There's a good chance I might make trouble. <laughs> look, don't be worried about Dad. You really won't be worried about Mom, because Dad is not the pilot. Let me. You've got your back. At least I've got your back. Yeah. You're dancing. Do we have comms on us? Or like any kind of ways to get in touch? In tech gear. Hey, buds. I'm pretty sure comms is one of the gear options, isn't it? Uh, 
mm. personal communication or radio or something is on radio. the pilot yeah. gear. Radio. Yeah. So it's so it's important when you tick gear, you also tick one of the pilot slots. So you yep. tick the gear you're taking and you tick the slot because that indicates that you can pick two more things. And we can do this retroactively, right? Yes, indeed. So that's yes, you brought comms with you because of course you brought comms. Yeah, yeah. We know us. We get into shit. Exactly. I also want to. So you can talk to any of the other team members that chose to retroactively tick radio. I don't want to step on your toes or anything. I'm not just going to stand by and, you know. I mean, it's not right that they treat, like, they care more about money than uh, their own children. There's not so much that they care about money, says Bobby. But that they care about investment. Slightly different. It's not that they're annoyed that they lost money. It's that they feel like they didn't get their money's worth, I guess. They weren't expecting to have to build another one so soon. Uh, and yet, in a way, you could say that you, the three of you, were an investment. Oh no, that's what I meant. I wasn't talking about Strongbow. They don't care about Strongbow. Strongbow is insured. You can't insure a genetically engineered, custom-made, surgically augmented soldier. I want this. I'll put this out right now. I fucking hate that. <laughs> I also hate that. We're not pieces to be moved by our parents or investments or extensions of the line. We're our own people. I'm not a number. As a child who was I not raised, been a <laughs> as a child who was raised in a more rural area and not very wealthy, I learned to, like, I, I don't know, not, not really, I'll invest in things, but I care more about the life mm. than the investment. Anyway, if I it was well said, I think, shots. You like my fan, don't you? If I go... If I go too far or you're worried about me fucking something up, stop me. Right. We just don't want you to get hurt. Yeah. I think as this conversation like sort of continues, after a while, um... Nox, you see this. You see... Um... This young man kind of like a little bit older than y'all walk over to your cluster of the of the people that are drinking um and yeah you watch them approach do you say anything on comms uh bogey inbound on your six o'clock and i think you're drunk i think you just sort of whirl around i'm not Fully drunk yet, but I'm definitely getting That's there. That's true, actually. Yeah. I, pre I, present I present your inebriated state these two options. You whirl around, or you stoically 
and stiffly stare forward. <laughs> Stoically and stiffly stare forward. Excellent. So you keep watching the bar and pretend like you don't know someone's yeah. walking up behind you. And they sort of step up behind you and say, and you just hear this very soft whisper say, I'd be mindful of who you make friends with. Uh, Garcia has a tendency to stab his friends in the back. Alrighty. So, <laughs> I... about your students, I would like to... Start to turn around, speed up, and deck this dude. Yes, I think that that is violence. So, roll me 2d6 plus your violence for um, a go all out. Does he get any bonuses because he got a warning that someone was inbound? No, it's just likely to be more effective. Because remember, there's no stats for punching on in this game. Seven. Because I have a plus one in violence. Nice. So, Thank fuck. What, what do you pick? Um. Alrighty. It'll be on. I would like to moves. take from him his smug sense of self-importance. Look, it's tempting. Rather than deal harm. Yeah, that, I'd like to take his dignity. You're gonna take his dignity. Yeah, okay. So you just deck this guy and he like falls to the ground and you hear him- With a girlish shriek. I was gonna say, I think you hear, I wouldn't describe it as girlish, but I think it sounds more <gasps> terrified. <gasps> like, I can't believe someone would do this in such a place. How how could you be, yeah, it's, it's, it's like shock, right? It's like, this is not polite. You just deck them across the face and then I think we see one. I think we see one of. Actually, I think we see. I think you see Whitney Shirley Glass stand up, all medals, and she's just sort of watching. Bartender, I think our friends had too much. You should probably cut him off. The person's just sort of like crawling away on the ground, and then. Uh, we see another woman, also wearing medals, uh, start to walk across the ballroom floor. The room splits as she walks over to you. And then she looks at you. And she says, look! And turns towards the crowd of people. Look! At the state of our fine Phoenix Academy. Three generations of Agnathan pilots have been trained and honed into the tip of the spear for our fine nation's defense. And now look, look at what it has become. This current crop of pilots pulled from the edges of the Agnathan colonies. Excuse you. Farmers and is she wearing any electronics? Probably not. Uh, noticeably. Like a phone or something? Probably not noticeably. Can I hack it? Probably not. Like, you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a mech. You don't know that it has electronics. You just would have she, to hope. They so wish. Also, what do you have to hack? Is a thing you might want to look at the gear list to see uh, if there's a way to do that. Um... Uh, farmers, uh, farmers, children. No, I think she just said farmers, right? Yeah. Farmers and discards. As she looks at you, 
Excuse Freaks from across the ocean. Uh, she just keeps talking as if you can't, if, if she can't hear you, and she does project in a way that makes it easy for her. Gonna... Could could I sidle over to where the music's playing from from the speakers mm. and use my radio to create a shrieking feedback? Consider there is a pilot with you mm. that has a drone. Mm. Do you have the modules list with you? I do. What? No, 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 not the gear list, the mech modules. Because mech drone is a mech module. Uh, oh, so yeah, while this is, while this is happening, that. I would like to burst, I would like to hold uh, Leo's shoulder and Sasa's shoulder and just be like... Yeah, don't, don't do anything too stupid. Yeah. Leo, Leo's like brain has caught up with him when Garcia yeah. said, "Don't make this harder." After his punch, the dude. Just got drone la- uh, launcher. Yeah, I yeah, just yeah, like yeah, to yeah. squeeze both of their shoulders. So to sort of prevent drone. you from doing anything, prevent Sasa um, from doing anything, and prevent Ramona from doing anything. I'm just like. I think it's fragile, which means it's not any of the other ones. So Still it's Leo. fast and not obvious. And it's not unarmed. Ramona's fingers are so, like, they're like mm. this. Um, on both shoulders. So you can ponder that. Like, I really want to let you go. Yeah, discards and freaks also, from across. That will make it worse. And freaks from across the ocean. We're letting in people that don't know the correct, correct way to behave in society is, and she turns towards the crowd at the edges, is this really what you want for the future of our great nation? For its blood to be diluted? For its national calling to be weakened? How can we... Mm-hmm. I'm actually gripping Sasa's hand and mm-hmm. gripping... Fair. And I think you feel Sasa yeah. gripping your hand yeah. in return. Um... Sorry, I'd I'll like to no, 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 in no. mid like in that mid speech of her like bat your hand yeah. off, turn to Ricky who and be she? like, "Let's dance." I'm not here to listen to who, this. Who is she? I think. Do I know who she is? I think as you're watching this, what's your your emotion zero? Is it? Yes. Yeah, I think you. Uh, I think um, Seiko reaches out and touches your back and says. You know that your friend just punched Dallas Hummel. Whoops! And is arguing with Maria Hummel of the Hummel household who founded Agnatha. One of the great families that freed our nation from the foreign oppressors and gave us our homeland is the narrative that you are taught in school. And yet, they are stooping to denigrating children. It's what the ruling party does. Denigrate children, I'm aware. Um, And it's at that moment that you feel her hand pressed tighter onto your back. And I'm going to roll 2d6 because... I'm going to demonstrate how you can use emotion. Nice. Also, I apologize for interrupting you. No, 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 that's fine. I just wanted to make that clear what was... All right, so, on a seven. On a seven. I'll go here. On seven to nine, it's... Nope, that's Crash and Burn. Bear your soul. On a seven to nine, they fight back. Uh, You also choose one. It is their words that hurt you and take a condition. 
their actions their actions cut deep, take a harm. You say too much. Something you care about is threatened. Okay. This is interesting. She sort of like touches your back with that like statement of like they denigrate children. Uh, and like you know in that thing where you say, you know, you know that, that this is what they do. And she like her hands pressing into you hard and she just sort of whispers we all no and you get in that moment because they rolled a seven so they pick uh they pick um that they said too much and something that they care about is threatened you know that they are hiding something about their identity um they are trying to, they are, and, and, but you also get, as was their intent, mm. um, you gain the condition, I want a word for protective, but in like a nurturing kind of way. Like, uh, I don't need to like stand in defense of this person, I need to make sure that they're okay. Right. Uh, I don't know what that word would be as a condition. Um, guardian shepherd's not right. Mm. Uh, shepherd potentially, like the connotation of looking out, and keeping yeah, out of harm. I would not still say shepherd is more t- aggressive than what I'm yeah. looking for. Um, I'm gonna go with guardian, as in guardian yeah. angel. Um, so you gain the condition guardian, which means you take a minus one when you don't act in guardianship of them effectively of Seiko of Seiko um as you realize that they want you they need your attention on them in this moment because they feel incredibly vulnerable for something to do with their identity is about all is is what they give away um and as you're a very intelligent person as you rack your brain you think about the age of her prosthetic means that she got it five years ago. If she got it five years ago, it's a military prosthetic. She shouldn't have a military prosthetic from five years ago. It's also, you realize, not at nothing. It's Japanese. Mm. She is from the islands, as in the island insurrection that happened five years ago as in the thing in which someone's family died in mm-hmm. and she's definitely not definitely was not on the Agnathan side of that conflict and definitely would have been a teenager uh, very good line. I'm very so good. she needs to not come to the attention of this person at all costs and so they're sort of like they they, they finish on the, the the speechy part finishes on that line. Do you want to see our nation's purpose undone, right? And she sort of like pauses, and you're like, and you like sort of blow her off, and like let's dance. And I think you sort of like move past to go to dance. And what what are you trying to do to her with that action? I am trying to show that I don't care what she has to say. I think that that is 
an emotions roll. I think that that is... He... Reach out with your feelings. I think you are trying to manipulate her with your feelings. You're trying to be like, look at how... Look at how emotionally resilient I am. I can't be manipulated by you. It's... Uh, it's under forceful moves. Ah, forceful moves. It's the third one, I think. Uh, no, second. First? Second. Second? First. Bear yourself. Bear yourself, yeah. First. I might need... Yeah. Can you try to control someone by sharing your feelings? Yeah, you're sharing the feeling of, I'm not phased by you, and you're trying to get her to feel put off. No. Well, Marcus. I am... Marcus Synergy, as you and Ricky start to dance, and she just sort of, like, scoffs. Um, and she's just looking at you. And she's looking around the room. And the music's still going, but it feels distant. And you and Ricky are doing your best to dance. Ramona is getting increasingly angry. I and just... Yeah. <laughs> watching her look at them and just... Yeah. Leo's just like, clearly, like, her thing about discards has gotten to him. Yeah. He's... She's also started reaching for the shots and just... Taking... Yeah. Whereas normally, like, he might have said, like, a, you know, like a said something back to her he's attempted to blow past he's a bit drunk he's off balance so he's yeah. just he's conscious this isn't great for Ricky and he's just trying to like hold the shit together yeah fair uh Nox is going to mark off something and turn so that their body is blocking her view of um Seiko sure what are you marking off uh I'm marking off personal memento Ooh. That one's free, isn't it? So yes, it is two, free, so you don't have to mark off up pull the Pull out um, a piece of cloth that they've had since, for as long as they can remember. Oh, um, super into it. Since before they went into the system and... Mm-hmm. Oh, right, because you were in an orphanage. He was in the system. Oh, yeah, they, were, they were in the system. Oh, God. So All right, yeah, pulling continue. out one of the only things they've got left of their family, yeah. and it's a strip of uh, very embroidered finely woven cloth mm -hmm. and they're going to lean over to whisper into Seiko's ear yeah. that um, they can't notice what they can't see if I may and use it to cover the like as if it's a decorative piece yeah, no, I to it. cover the um, the prosthesis, yeah. so you can't see that it's not agnathan, mm -hmm. and this is a very agnathan piece of fabric. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And yeah, and you and you sort of like tuck that in the best you can to make it look nice. Um, and as you do that, um, as you do that, I think we see uh, Whitney Shirley Glass sort of like tap uh, someone next to them and uh, they sort of like come down uh, to the front there's like um, uh, and they're like uh, I think that it would be an excellent time for all of the students to take to the uh, to the ballroom floor um, and after this next dance we shall move on to uh, the ceremonial portion of this evening. 
uh, and the person that says this uh, looks like kind of an official. They bear some resemblance to um, Whitney Shirley Glass. They might be like a distant family member or something, or they might just be like someone that styles themselves on Shirley Glass. Um, and yeah, so like step down and like you see like a group of people sort of come up to Dallas and Maria and sort of like scoop them up and like obfuscate them getting up and Dallas fixing his hair and, and they sort of like move in and then all the students like come onto the floor and everyone starts to like ballroom-ish dance and the music is nice and things you know, continue. I like Whitney Shirley Glass there's like funny fuck someone came out like people come out to dance. Whitney Shirley Glass is no nonsense like soldier's soldier. Yeah, it's uh... Um, believes very much in the warrior tradition. Which is both good and bad for you. Yeah. Um, Who was it that was making the speech? That was, uh, that was Maria Hummel. Who, yeah, is part of some kind of important family. I would like to... After my third shot, I would mm-hmm. like to go up also to her. Kim. You're going to go up to her? Sure. As you start to walk Sarsa towards to towards her, uh, Sasa sort of like talking to her brother, uh, her brother Bobby. And as you sort of like start to walk towards her, Garcia runs into you and says, "I need to talk to you outside." She sort of like scoops you along, and I think we see Sasa. Sasa looks to you, and do you, what do you look? Do you, what do you try to convey to her? She looks to you with concern. I'll be back. Annoyance and sadness and... Look, I was one moment I'm away from just like sort of, dropping sort of a smoke like bomb. You're annoyed that you don't yeah. get to do the thing you wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, so yeah totally fair. And like so, Garcia rushes you outside and he's like, look. Sound system and creating it. You can go and do whatever it is you were going to do in a second. But you need to know that if you and your team keep disrupting tonight... That is not our fault. I realize that it is quote-unquote not your fault and that there are circumstances that are forcing your hand, but you need to play it smart here. This is for me to worry about. They're trying to upset you because of me. I'm gonna deal with it at the end of this evening, after the ceremonial process, when it is appropriate. Why is that your fault? Really am. And he sort of freeze, Garcia freezes up. Sorry, if you didn't hear that, I said, why is that your fault? I realized I that think I heard it. Like, I, I felt like I said that really quietly. No, yeah. They, they, you see Garcia freeze up and they sort of like pull up their collar. Um, even though it's like already starched up to high heaven. They sort of like pull it. And like, just... Don't blow me or any of the, either of the other two off again. We need to know. That sounds like a bear soul. Or, or possibly a reed. 
Could that... We care about you as like you are our you are our men not just our mentor but a lot of the times we we feel like you're almost a family member. We've gotten pretty close to you. I know what you're thinking. Yeah. But does it come, but do you feel that that comes without uh without Yeah, I get where you come from. Yeah. yeah. Wilfred was thinking that maybe that triggers um, I need you to know. It's I was almost thinking cut through the bullshit, actually. I need you to know is cut through. Oh, right, yeah. sorry. I need you to know when you cut through the bullshit and reveal your true feeling to someone without expectations or guarantee. Yeah. So it's not, I'm telling you this because I want you to do something for me. It's, I'm telling you this because if I don't, there won't be an opportunity to tell you again. If this is something that's going to affect us, we need to know. I think that that is a bear your soul. Yeah. So roll 2d6 plus your emotion. Eat it. Which, I mean, you've got good motion. It's oh, true. It's an emotive gal. Oh, wonderful. This is the character I wanted to play. Yeah, maybe. Get you. Yeah, maybe. Oh, hello. Uh, nine. Nine? And double, so synergy. Hey. No, that trigger's removed because we oh, now get synergy on failure. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, nine. Oh, yes, Sophie's power has ended. <laughs> <laughs> Look, nine's still good. So on a seven to nine, um, they fight back. You also have to choose one of these other things to happen. So first of all, what is the condition that you're trying to put on them? So you're trying, I guess... Honest? Honesty? Honesty? Yeah. Yeah? I'm trying to get them to straightforward. be on honest and straightforward yeah. with me. Cool. Garcia from Almost. mentor to student, comrade to comrade. And so you need to choose um, their words hurt you, take a condition. Their actions cut deep, take a harm. You say too much and something you care about is threatened. What is it? What was the second one? Uh, their actions cut deep, take a harm. Pilot harm. Um. Rowena, why are you like this? <laughs> no reasons. Rowena. Tamworth reasons. reasons. Yeah. <laughs> um. So basically, to boil that down, you take a condition. Yeah. Uh, because they basically trigger the move against you. Um, you take a harm because they're like. Fuck you. Um, or you give me something that you are worried about being in danger. And it will become in danger because you've told me about it. So, for example... Number three? Yeah. So, you have to tell me what that is. I'll give you a second, though. Um, in the example, we just sort of had this happen before. Uh, because I tried to use the move against Rowena as a demonstration, essentially. And what happened is, they tried to they tried to give Rowena the condition, I need you to, like, pay attention to what I'm trying to tell you right now, because I'm like, you moi. I'm like in deep shit. And they accidentally gave you too much, and you realize that they're not Agnathan, and therefore have a false identity. Um, so, what is the thing that you give away in this moment? It can be like abstract and it can also be non, it can also be something that was not 
established yet. It can be a new thing. You look so like... Weird. So what I was going to say... I was going to say, you look like... The long hair is pretty. You look like an extra on the OC. <laughs> yeah? At like a... It's like, you know, one of the rich people are having like a 60s party. Yeah. Rough man. Um... Like something ab about Ramona? It can be something about you. It can be something. It could be like you reference the, you know, like you know, you're in contact with Echo. Yep, that can um, be a thing. So like that might get in peril. If yep. You could give away like. Uh, what's another example of how this can be? Uh, this almost happened in the last fight, I think, as well. And it can be like giving away like your plan can sometimes happen as well or like um you might give away if if Garcia didn't know that you were with involved with Sasa you might give that away is another example of a thing but that is pretty evident in how your behavior has been so that's not uh, that's mm, not yeah. on the table the way you're uh, the jewel someone uh, I am specifically trying to give you um examples that don't automatically lead you to an answer just in yeah. case that is frustrating. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't want to just be like, you could give them this, and then it's like, well, I'll do that. Yeah. I, I, I appreciate that. Um. <sighs> I try to make it good. So my, my I would rather than focus on, I would rather than focus on what, what making it good, I would just focus on what comes to mind to you when I say, you say too much, something you care about is threatened. So in talking to Garcia and trying to convince them to help you, you've said, you've made yourself emotionally vulnerable and given away more information than perhaps you needed to. It, it could be um, how you think of Garcia as being more than just um, a mentor. Indeed. Because, because they're only contractually obliged to be our mentor. Indeed. Yeah. And they can use that against Anything they could happen use that, to you, Garcia? They could use that I against us. I, mean, I was thinking of along the lines of something I've already said, and that's probably one thing that I consider ever, ever, all my team to be more of a family to me than uh, just comrades. Yeah, so that... Uh, so, oh, no. <laughs> so do you want to name that? Yeah. yeah. Cool. So I think when you, when you said that thing of you're more than just a mentor to us, you're, you're like family... I think there is a wavering in your voice that indicates to Garcia a deep sincerity in that statement. And they sort of turn oh, to boy. you. They sort of like hold you, like sort of at the shoulder. And uh, so he says, it's my fault that Dallas's father is dead and that Dallas's and that their ancestral mech is gone wait not father actually it's no, father works, actually. Never mind. Oh, Dallas is redacted. I had to remember Garcia's plot. 
Yeah, no. It's their fault that uh, Dallas's father is dead. And we will go with... Actually, I've got the name sheet here, so I'll just use that. We will go with Neil Hummel. Neil. Neil Hummel. My whole team died. We lost three mechs. I was the only pilot that survived. That couldn't have just been your fault. I bear the blame. I'm sorry that you're the, you're the only person that has to take on that blame. Well, the other two made sure they couldn't. Well, I can't take the blame when they're dead, Wilfred. Oh, right, I thought you meant the, uh, the hunts. No! I see how that it would be confusing. He meant the other two pilots. Yeah, yeah. In sort of a black humour way. <laughs> oh, you laugh or you cry. I want to... Um, I'm just gonna, I'm going to hug him and I'm just gonna say we are here as to, to had a little bit of a spatter there <laughs> we're here to uh, we may be just your students but we can help you take on that burden this I want sounds to. like another bear your soul action yeah 2d6 plus emotion. And I feel like the condition is trust. You're mm. trying to give him trusting. Give Garcia yeah. trusting, not him. Alright, roll me 2d6. Come on, Sophie. Oh no. What is it? It's a five. <laughs> you can try and spread a synergy to bump it up if you've got She's any got synergy. Although she does have one now. Because mm-hmm. no. he failed. You get synergy on a fail. Yeah. I want to re-roll. Mm, there's no re-rolls. Yeah, there's no re-roll. Took out that mechanic. Oh. Actually, no. We didn't take out that mechanic. It's just there's no way for it to be triggered right now. Oh, okay. Fuck! There's no way for Dang. the other pilots to help you in this instance. Whoa, wait, you was going for... Damn it! Stupid dice! Sometimes. And I think Garcia sort of like, I have to do this alone. It's my team. I'm responsible. And they sort of pat your shoulder and turn to walk back into the party. Um, And I think... That's the thing about having an AI, we're never alone. And I... <laughs> yeah, but the AI can't trigger... Actually, can also, the AI does he trigger? have an AI? Mm-mm. When you strive to help another, himself. describe what you are doing to help them meet their goal. Look, honestly, I can't think of how Echo would help you. Like, Echo is in that scene, technically, but I can't think of how Echo... Yeah. We have described Echo like as being. I feel like after a little voice Garcia, comes from the lizard. Whatever, alone. I feel like Echo. I would probably have a conversation with Echo after Garcia leaves and just be like, 
I don't know. I want. I didn't know. I want. I feel like I want to help. I feel like I want to know more so I can help him deal with what he's going through. Well, I mean, maybe you can analyze the problem. I, I don't know how. I can't even begin to imagine what kind of situation he's going through. I can imagine, I mean, he's making himself, he's putting himself in, like isolating himself so he doesn't put the burden on anyone else. He's taking all that. I think at this point, because I'm interested in exploring this in-universe, I think at this point you hear Echo say, have you noticed that you always call Garcia him? I think maybe, this is Echo saying this, I think maybe you think of Garcia as a father figure. No, I'm waiting for that. Does that mean that Garcia is my grandpa? I feel like I. And if I... you're if you're not happy with that being an in-universe thing, no, that's fine. No. But I thought it would be interesting character moment. Ramona would start crying because her father was probably a big inspiration for joining this, the academy, mm. because he died. Mm -hmm. Totally fair. And I think as you start to cry, we can see, <laughs> we see uh, Echo, Cross, and Sasa all start to converge on you, and Echo and Cross sort of like kneel down and shield you as Sasa holds you uh, to her chest as you cry. Uh, and I think we're going to take a short break and then come back to see if Wilfred challenges someone to a duel or not. Um, we will be back shortly. You're listening to Insert Quest here. Our new game, Live, Love, Die, Remember, just debuted on our online store. In it, you play as a mech that has fallen in love with their pilot exploring the memories of their love together before they have to make a difficult decision about their future. If that's a game that sounds exciting to you, you can find it by clicking the store link above. And now, back to the show. Alright, after a bit of an ice cream break and a bit of a chance to process some emotion and Put together some interesting comparisons. Um, we are going to roll into it. So we close. I think we open with a shot from inside the ballroom, and we can see the students dancing. And I think we can see Knox and Leo as they dance with their dates, glancing out towards the two mechs that are now 
<coughs> shielding two pilots. Yeah. Right, because it's all open. We did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like everyone else is pretend. Everyone else is like, yeah, we can see that, but it's like they don't care. They're just like, whatever. There's two fucking mechs doing whatever. And you two are drawn to this, and probably Leo is also drawn to it. He's like, oh, Sass is alright. Um, doesn't mm. say that, but like that's sort of like, yeah. And and as the da- the your dancing sort of wraps up, we see um, Whitney and. Uh, Jean, Kimberly, uh, talking to one another, um, and then that person that spoke before stands up and says, um, and sort of like rings a, a bell, um, and it kind of, it's actually, are you familiar with singing bowls? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So singing bowls are like this meditative thing where you have like a, it's like a copper bowl, and it's made in a specific way that when you run a, I think it's a wooden stick on the inside of it, a specific shape, wooden stick. Uh, it makes this resonance no- noise, um, and I think it's used for like meditation and stuff. But they, you see this person stand up, and they have there's like a huge thing like that, um, and they they're like ringing it, and it sort of builds to like this sort of very not piercing, but like it gets your attention. It cannot be ignored, mm. and everyone sort of like slows their dancing. The music peters out, and you're sort of like stand watching. And as you're standing and watching the stage where these people, are, well, not the stage, but sort of a dais almost, the wait staff are handing out champagne, um, and we sort of see uh, Whitney sort of lean towards. I lean back from John, rather, and John stands up and says, um, and begins to speak. And as they begin to speak, I want to know, are you and Sasa going to come back in? And if so, when? If it's not now, tell me when you come back in. Um, a little, a little, maybe 15 minutes. Okay, so, cool. So they stand give, up. Give Ramona a little time to yeah, calm herself down. So, yeah, John stands up. He's like, having a little PTSD moment. Totally fair. John is a man probably in his, like, 70s. Um, but still looks very, like, lean and... I wouldn't say muscular. I'd be more likely to say athletic. He looks like he swims a lot. Stands up and says... Many of you know our nation's history. There's great military leaders that were made, that were a nation of statesmen, a nation of gifted scientists, a nation of powerful generals, of innovative engineers, or a nation of problem solvers, of freedom fighters. Here before us we bear witness to a passing of the torch, the continuation of a legacy. A previous generation of our nation's heroes bear witness to what our future holds. It's been a bit of a disruptive evening, but I see spirit here. I see Moxie. I see a little bit of chutzpah. I see see spirit here. I see a determination to stand up for our comrades. I see mateship 
and unity. Where others might see dissent, I see that finally our nation is putting aside the darker parts of our past and working together to become not just a collection of held territories, of places held in stewardship against foreign aggressors, but instead I see people from across Agnatha and its protectorates coming together more so than any previous year represented here in this ballroom we see members of Agnathan society from all walks of life we see people that have grown up in the face of terrorism see people that have overcome immense adversity to be here and we even see people that have chosen to forsake their own homeland in the hopes of obtaining citizenship here and not through the normal method it's what some would call the easy method of citizenship but to fight and earn their right to be Agnathan citizens like those members of the Hummel family like those members of the Williams family fighting here and sort of gestures to the other members of the council, as we did to earn our citizenship. Fighting together through blood. I like this man. Hmm. That's a choice. <laughs> yeah. Look, so far. He's a fascist. Yeah, but he's about cooperation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's better than the Hubbles. Look, it's a good speech. It it's is. one of the better speeches I've given. It's better than the Hubbles. I've got this is completely ad libbed. No yeah. consideration. Um, and it sort of like turns and says, uh, "Now, in traditional, uh, is the tradition of." these kinds of events and of the as laid out in the Agnathan Charter when we declared our independence and made claim to our nation when we when that war was over and we built up what it would mean to be a citizen in the presence of three members of the High Council you now have an opportunity to settle grievances uh, it has been a wonderful night. I hope you will all enjoy your drinks and I hope that we will not need to settle any grievances, that everyone will feel satisfied. But it is your right, as Agnathans, all of you, to settle your disputes in the traditional manner. Uh, actually, as he's saying this, I'd like Yeah, you come in. Yeah. I want to challenge Maria. Uh, and they sort of sit down oh. and as they do you see the two really old pilots you realise that they're brother and sister sort of stand up she's mine uh, they're not brother and sister rather. They're, 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 they're twins they're identical twins you can't really tell what their gender is 
But you see these two old people thing. stand up. And they sort of walk That's forward. No one wants to take her on. You see these two old people sort of stand up, and everyone's like, "Wow, I can't believe they have grievances." I can't believe they can stand. That too. Poor Willie Walker. They sort of walk forward and say. Both of them sort of walk forward and one looks to the other and sort of like nods. You realise that they have scars, that the one that nods has scars all over their throat um, and their lower part of their face. The other one says, we would like to request that Whitney Shirley Glass stands as adjudicator. And Whitney Shirley Glass stands up. And you realise that this is actually kind of ceremonial. Um, there is always someone that calls for someone to be the adjudicator. It's just not normally someone so frail. And you realise that there were other people moving forward. And you uh, even notice that Jung Sung Yi had started to stand up as if... Mm. Perhaps they expected they were going to be asked to be called adjudicator. Perhaps because they'd already discussed it and planned it. As you realise, a bunch of people are like, wait, what's happening? And you see Hildred and Hinata step forward and like, yes, we would like to request that Whitney Shirley Glass stands as the adjudicator for this evening. And Whitney stands up, looks uh, to the younger Jung Sung Yi. And Jung Sung Yi just sits down quietly. And then all these people around the ball that had sort of moved forward sort of relax back into the crowd. And he says, As you wish, I will be your adjudicator. And they sort of look around and they linger on the three of you. And you see them look at Garcia. You see her, rather, look at Garcia. You see her look to the group of people gathered around the Hummels. It's like... Grievances? This is your opportunity. Do you want to find her? <sighs> is there any reason why we both can That's what I'm thinking. Just double I've got, a, I've got a joke. So, I'd like to... I'd like to throw uh, Leo a look. As if like, oh, I want to take her on. What was her name again? Fucking... Uh, Maria. 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 I'd like to step forward. Little, a little alcohol in the system. Mm-hmm. I would like to settle a grievance with Maria Hummel. I'd like to show her exactly the talent this academy has produced since she seems to feel the need to dispute it with her words, I would like to use my actions to show her why we are the best and how great we are. And I'd like to gesture um, to Jung, the speaker. In the spirit of the night, I would like to do it with one of my trusted teammates at my back. I propose a team duel and let's see if the good lady can put her money where her mouth is. I will show her how we have flourished under the quality training of our instructor. I want to point out, I feel like culturally, the phrase put the money where your mouth here 
as a mech pilot who has nothing except their mech, are you implying that if you lose, you are surrendering your mech? No. Okay. Do you want to use a different phrase then? Because yes. I can't really imagine. Normally you say, put the money where your yeah, mouth yeah. is when you're like, uh, in a gambling context. I feel like symbolically here, that suggests um, something. See if she has... If she lives up to her reputation. reputation. Nice, or nice. Or if she's let age dull her abilities. You, and I think... Let's see if she's qualified to critique this academy. I think Whitney sort of looks to you two as you're sort of like helping each other. It's like, yeah. well, Nox, I... Nox will stand yeah. shoulder to shoulder with Leo. Well, I see no problem with... You two are already in the spirit of cooperation, showing true camaraderie. Maria doesn't have anyone to fight by their side. Ha! <laughs> uh, that's just me robing. <laughs> so, so... You want to say perhaps her brother? That's <laughs> her son. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, it's her grandson. Oh, yeah. Right here. I... Mm. Have a request that... Her team might be Garcia. <laughs> Damn. That's a curveball. Why do you want Garcia fighting against us? Whitney the, looks at you. They will be on about. And takes in the scenario and says, yes, I think that stands as a good solution. Garcia knows the fighting traditions of the Hummels. I you think it'll be a good match. See Maria seething. Has Whitney's already like locked it in? Like Whitney's spoken as adjudicator, which means it's done. It's a deal. And you see Garcia baffled. I feel like Garcia's gonna be honor bound to kick our asses. You see Garcia pulling off their jacket. It's like very well. I think it'll be an interesting match. And looks to their two students. You issued the challenge. You two are up for the challenge. I believe in you guys. You issued the challenge, which means we choose the weapons. Would anyone like to try and read Garcia? <laughs> yes. Yes, I would. Excellent. Can, we, can, I, can I aid or also roll? Or how does this... Yes. So, how are you helping? You two are close to one another, so you can just. I like to, if yeah, I notice anything, to like just whisper into her if I pick up something. Yeah. There. Like, there. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So, like before that, just to give a Ramona uh, yep. just like a oh, nod of like, nice. <laughs> it's a weird plan, but I'm into it. Leo's just like, he's up for the challenge. Not feel stuff. shook, but he's not, but they're not showing yeah, anything. Well, I mean, we'll Ramona, see. Well. Ramona thinks that. Having Garcia paired up with someone that. Roll one. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, you get to re-roll one because you're they, being aided. Is ting like they have a <coughs> tension between. Yeah, you're hoping that forcing them to work together might alleviate that. Yeah. Look, it's an interesting strategy. He wants to well, help. No, it's it's a brilliant yeah. move because like if he fucking rolls out, it's good for him too. Exactly, it's yeah. excellent drama. Um, what is that in total? Uh, um, is, is this a reach out with your feelings or yes. maybe a training? Or? It's a reach out with your feelings. Then it is uh, nine. Hang on a second. 
Do you want to repeat that? Because I don't think we heard it, and I think it's actually really important. Oh, so Leo says, if over the comms Ramona, if she's far away, or whispers if she's close to him, I'm trusting you to watch our backs for interference. I don't trust her not to meddle. You've got my eyes. And my axe. And the best speed in the business. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and my teethies. And my claws. Uh, cool. So you got a nine. Excellent. So, which are you picking? Uh, what are you hoping I'll see? I also I'll have see? the best marksman in the Lebrose on my side. Oh, nice. That's... Because they seem to be telegraphing something. What I are they hoping that I that that we'll they see? They are hoping that you will see that they want this to be on as close to your terms as possible and that if you have a preference for how this fight is gonna happen you should telegraph it to them now um so She's fairly famous. Yes. And I've established earlier that Nox has geeked out about a lot of yes. these people. Do I know mm-hmm. if she's skilled at fighting? And if so, what with? Knife fight. So. Does she fear with the gun or the sword? I will give you this. Mm-hmm. Um, in the context here, choose your weapons means hand-to-hand combat with whatever weapon you choose or mech-to-mech combat with non-firearm based mech weaponry Um, and her mech you know because you are a mech nerd Mm -hmm. was handed down through her family and upgraded each generation it was handed down to her son Neil Neil died the mech was destroyed, and then her grandson, Dallas, didn't get to inherit shit. And so her entire family tradition of great mech pilots ends. Because it is substantiated on the fact that they have an ancient mech and an ancient AI. They, their AI was the best teacher in their family, and it is gone. So... Reading from that, she'd be at a disadvantage in a mech fight. Mm. That's not what I took from that because she had the mech before it was handed down. A better, ch- a better way to read that might be actually. You know what? If you're going to try and interpret that information, it might be a remember your training. Oh, nice. <gasps> I'm certainly inclined to go out of mech fight. As you're trying to work out how the fuck, if she's, if she had all of that, how the fuck, what is going on? Seven. Uh, eight. Oh, wait, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, on a seven to nine, so an eight, I remember most of it, take plus one forward, is my teacher proud. Indeed. Mm-hmm. So, when you try to remember what others have taught you, so you're trying to remember what mm-hmm. you've learned about this situation, uh, about, like the ancient mechs and how they worked and things like that speak aloud that past lesson and name your teacher so i guess speak aloud the past past lesson <laughs> here would be um would be i know her ability in a fight right mm-hmm. name your teacher 
Garcia. You'd learnt this from Garcia? Mm -hmm. Alright. Then you roll violence, which you already did. Seven to nine, you remember most of it. Take plus one forward. Is your teacher proud? So, you remember most of it. They are probably gonna be at least as good as you in a mech. Mm -hmm. Even if it's the first time they've piloted that mech. Because of the learning from the ancient AI. Because of how skilled she is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as to on foot, she's a fucking old woman. She is a grandmother. Um, I don't know, some old people are really fucking scary. You take a plus one forward against Maria? Mm-hmm. Is your teacher proud? By the way, um, Ramona is also, um, telling Sasa to help her look out for if there's any interference. And I think as you are talking to Sasa about that, you see, um, Seiko come over to you. It's like, standing near you. It's like, um, so, I'm a bit worried about, uh, Nox, and so... Um, I thought, seeing as you clearly have comms with them, because I can see the radio waves. Uh, yeah, no, she's got a fucking drone with sensory. Yeah, no, I know, it's reminded me of Alfred with that guy. Yeah, we kind of, I, I, we kind of like to be in contact. And your mech is seeing through your shoulder, too. I, she, she wanted to come along. It's fine. I'm not judging you. I use it too. It indicates to the drone. Um, but I thought maybe I could help you. Yeah? Anything to help out it would be amazing. Excellent. We're just super worried that Maria's going to do something. You should be worried. <laughs> She's more machine than flesh. Oh no. <laughs> oh. Do you mean that as a figurative? She touches her face? I don't mean it figuratively. Because <laughs> she's got that cybernetic yeah. implants thing. My Mac has not. Just gonna deliver come, electric come shocks. in and tell her. Uh, mm, I'm not. Look, you do you. I'm gonna is, call Leo and Knox and just say, uh, got some intel for you? Uh, Maria's not exactly human. Or she's not completely human. Garcia's sort of like, because this has been a few minutes now. Garcia's like, mm. you know, said, what, what? We will choose the weapons. It sort of turns to Maria and keeps looking back to you. Um, and is your teacher proud? She's not all Um, I'm not sure, but I'm going to, so while he's turned to Maria, hopefully mm. taking her attention. Um, Nox is going to, uh, clench their fists and sort of move them into a defensive posture to show mm -hmm. they're, like, on a, on fucking not mech. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, with the, with the, with the, is your teacher proud, it's like... It's not necessarily Garcia is telling me that they're proud. It's like thinking in that moment, oh, it's like, it's like, you know, you, you remember, you, you 
fuck up some hacking thing, you get shocked, you analyze the problem to see if you can do better, mm. and then you realize, oh, I should have known that I had to cross this wire this way. And it's like, oh, well, fuck. My mentor, my electronics mentor, I think I was a fucking idiot for not remembering that. Yeah. Or like, oh, you find a great, you remember a great way to get bypass this system. My mentor would be so proud that I remembered that. Mm. Yeah. So, do you think Garcia would be proud of your ability to remember that fact about the mech, the ancient mech stuff? Um. Does this? Sparkle on it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Sensei. Proud. I think so. Yeah, cool. Because Nox has gone on and contributed a lot to the team from mech nerdery. Yeah. And this is a very specific piece of mech nerdery that people were like, you don't need to know that. And it's like, but... But I, I imagine it probably came up while you were like turning on your AIs for the first time. Mm. Mm. And I imagine that you you probably asked some question about it, like, "Oh, what's the longest an AI has ever lived?" And then Garcia was like, uh, like stated very matter of factly, like the precise, the precise length of some mech that's that they knew the exact lifespan of mm -hmm. for some reason. Um, and you were amazed at how long that AI had existed for. And then like... Didn't, Researched it. Yeah. Because yeah. he gave you no more information and you looked into it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so it looked to you and say, I think so as to not have my students suffer the indignity of fighting a <laughs> fighting against some of our nation's best mechs as both Maria and I would have to borrow from some of the heroes around this room I think perhaps we should fight hand to hand mano a mano and as she says that Maria sort of sneers and says, mm. Very well. It turns to Whitney and says, We choose to fight out of mech, pilot to pilot. Um, and as. That's uh, more reason to be careful that she's not flesh. And as she says that, Whitney says, Very well. I choose for you knives. I fight. Also, um, and you see like you see like a bunch of the like heroes around the room draw these knives out, and they're like they're kind of they kind of look like combat knives. Um, for those of you that know, I know that Rowena will know this knife. It looks like a K-bar knife. I have one. Exactly, except with like a really ornate cross guard added to it. Mm. Um. And so they pull, they all draw these knives and they thrust them up into the air as Whoa. they shout, knives! And you realize that what has been chosen is the, like, like this is the ceremonial knife. This clearly has, we won't go into it here, but this mm. clearly has some historical importance yeah. to Agnatha to be chosen to fight with these knives. And then a bunch of people like throw their knives into the, into the ballroom floor yeah. right in the middle as a bunch of people pull back you see like Garcia pulled off their jacket earlier you see them unclipping their gun belt and they hand it to um, Akihiro um, and then <laughs> and 
And then you see, like, start, you see, you see, like, the, uh, you see Garcia's bulging chest as they start, like, rolling up the sleeves on their shirt. A sort of, like, worn, um, dress shirt in kind of, like, a, a drab colour. And you can see, like, some tattoos on their arms. And as they're doing this, uh, you can also, you see for the first time that there's a bunch of cybernetics in the back of Garcia's head and neck. Like, really, like, invasive cybernetics. And some scars back there too. Um, what, do they look, what, does, what does Garcia look like? What does Garcia look like? They've always, they've always been fairly concealed. Hmm. Uh, um, I don't have that description handy, but, um, Garcia has, is stout and terse, worn, they have hair that looks like, as, looks as if cur thick curls of hair had been, uh, had been singed and it looks like somebody hacked off thick curls of burning hair with a machete. I grabbed my machete. Uh, they seem to have um, like some scars on their hands and their hands look like large and they're barrel chested. They're not tall by any means, but they're not short. They're stocky. Um, and they seem to be of like uh, Latin American heritage. Mm. Um, I believe in your knocks and layer. And but as, and you know, we see, and you know, you, you realize, you, you can you see even more now that it is, that Garcia is a person that looks worn out. But in their eyes, you see more compassion than there should be, and more emotion than there should be there, as if the eyes are begging you to listen to them and to heed their warning. I'm kind of... Is it appropriate to make a roll at this point? You can make a roll. Um, can and that I will be... Make a roll? It depends. What are you trying to do? I want to... Are you both trying to read Garcia? Yeah. Because we're at the same at the table, we're going to be able to hear the answers anyway. So I think what will happen is you'll aid because okay. you, that's what you're sort of saying you're doing from the sidelines anyway. So you are noticing things as well. So that'll be. I assume you're reading. Yes. Yeah. Which is a two d six plus motion. Considering my. Oh look, a K bar knife. Just to show you're feeling so I was about to look go look it up. Oh, that's sweet. Except with a much more ornate handle, mm. like handguard. Yeah. I got a 10. Wow. Whoa. Don't even need to reroll. Careful of shop. And so, oh god, I forgot that they've got serrations. Mm hmm. You are not gonna have a good time, friends. Oh no. Um, so, uh, what are you gonna ask? Nice. With the okay, 10. So I think you get the last two. The reading moves? <laughs> yes, it's the top one, I'm pretty sure. Blade. Yep, read your feelings. <laughs> um, okay, you're going to ask how... Okay, when I finish this. Mm -hmm. How can I help you? Because... How can you help them? Fight like... Hell. <laughs> fight like Garcia isn't your friend. Okay. That's what I was always intending to do. I was like, they're going to do their best because they're honor bound. 
and they're an honourable person, so... Can I... I'm, I'm, think, I'm trying to think of a, a fourth one that encapsulates... Um... The, the move that Wilfred is using is one that needs more development, hence why he, he said, think of a fourth yeah. one. There's three options. There will probably be five or six on the finished version. How about you just tell me what you're trying to ask, and then I'll see if I can think of a way that words that in a way that it make, becomes a move trigger, right? Yeah. So I'd like to say to He's the two of them over comms that this is our chance to be able to read our mentor's uh, skill in battle. Mm. True. Mm. Actually, I'm gonna go with... <sighs> in, a, in a way of trying to inspire them. Yeah, 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 I get you. I mean, you could... You can't really give someone a bonus with conditions, mm. but... Um, bonus inspiration. But... Um, inspiration condition. What you can do is try and use the technical read move, but we'll resolve this first. Okay. I'm just trying to... So you've asked how can I help you? Because he wants, to, he, wants to, he wants to use this to show that Garcia is a good mentor. You could also... So that sort of um, goes into how our goals align to show that he's a good mentor. So ask, what are, what are they hoping that you'll see? Yeah, they're not okay. going to want us to yeah, fail yeah. either. That fits. So is there yeah. anything in particular they're yeah, wanting us to see? Hmm. I think... I think you see them move to the left side of Maria and sort of look, and then Maria sort of nod. And want, like... Garcia has moved into a position to defend Maria's left. Mm. Maria's left is vulnerable. If Garcia is defending the left, that means the left is yeah. vulnerable. Mm -hmm. I might. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I'm potentially. He wants you to say. He wants you to be smart enough to uh, overcome his defensive play. So he's hoping that you'll see. Um, Either win or lose. Uh, that by choosing to strengthen a position, yeah. he has given away that that is a position that needs to be strengthened. Okay. Um, also, mm. in case it comes up, uh, Leo does have a physical illness. Oh, yeah. So, hopefully it won't, but it's part of the reason he wanted to do this yeah, no, physically, sure. because of the discard line. Indeed. Um, Leo sort of like... Keep Garcia busy. Take her out. Cool. And so. Not seriously. I'll get it done. Yeah. So there's all these knives gathered around on the ground, and you see Maria taking her. Uh, she was wearing a dress, but she had the medals. You see her like unclip the medals and hand them to some some no-name hero. Mm. Um. And you see her gird, girt, gird or girt, gird, gird, gird the dress up and wrap it 
um, like pulling it into two sections and then like tying it around. Almost kind of looks a little bit like, um, kind of like a nappy actually when you when do you it. When you turn your dress into pants, yeah. Yeah, that's good. So I forgot to ask, how is, um, I think we can do something. Yeah. What's in, what's, um, Knox's date's name? So, Seiko? Seiko. 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 Fuck. What is, how is Seiko? Helping, like, with is it with a drone or? Uh, yeah, with the drone. So you will, when you when you use moves, if I think it's an appro appropriate, I will give you things that a human can't see. Okay. As if you had senses. Do you still have that remote pilot module, Sophie? Not yet. Not yet. Ah. Soon. Very soon. Very soon, in fact. Um, All right. And so as you draw apart, uh, Whitney, you, you see Whitney stand. It's like, choose your knives. And so as they walk down uh, and you see Maria pick up one of the knives and then they just like, they cut off the tight sleeves on their dress. Um, and just throw them to the ground. And you can see that in... Studying her arms are these little nodules. They kind of look like um, the tops of rivets. Um, and they're kind of silver. And you can see kind of silvery lines going out between them. Um, and they're studying her arms. And you can see they're also studying her legs. Um, and Whitney walks down and says... You have chosen to settle some grievance unspoken that, to be honest, we have all witnessed tonight. And, oh, really, meow. in accordance with the rights that are afforded to you as a citizen of Agnatha, you have been given an audience for these grievances. I expect for you all to show honour and for you all to use the full ability of the weapons at your disposal. I have a move. And I want you to know that should you die, your grievances will be settled and you shall be remembered as defenders of Agnathan Virtue. Just steps back. And are there any moves that anyone wants to try and trigger before we go um, straight into the fight? I would like. Um, which one of you is focusing on Maria? Rowan is going to focus on Maria. Yep. Which I mean, Nox is going to focus on Maria. Um, I would like to go to um, Nox, mm -hmm. and I would like to lend her Ramona's father's. Uh, Knife? Nice. I assume you're taking memento. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, yeah, you get handed this more worn, older, less polished uh, knife. Not because no. it's less taken care of. Can I choose two? Yeah, you can take personal weapon. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take, take two it. knives as I'll well. Take, as a well, whole yeah. Bunch of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take a knife and then I'll draw a second one from my belt. Yeah. Indeed, take personal weapon. Um, and Nox is also going to, um, because they have rather large sleeves on that yeah. cross jacket, yeah. they're going to take their shirt off. 
Just topless? Mm hmm Nice. And there are scars. Yep. Cool. Sweet. There are scars. Yeah. Because it's also a personal memento and a knife, would, would that go under personal memento? I would just take it as a personal memento because if you were not in a ceremonial fight, you wouldn't be ticking it, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like if this was not a ceremonial battle, you wouldn't be ticking it to go stab someone. <laughs> yeah. Um, like these are these these are knives, and you can use them to fight. But like combat knives like this are more tools than they are intended. Like yeah. a knife that's got serrations on it is not a weapon. A knife that's got serrations on it is a saw. I'm gonna like, attempt to weigh the odds. Nice. Sure. So yeah, you're you're looking at this. You've seen what Gussie is you doing. You've heard from the uh, what the others are saying. Yeah. You've told she's got some kind of cybernetic thing going on. Weigh them odds. So weigh the odds is roll plus technical. So seven because of that one in technical. Nice. So weigh the odds. When you look for opportunities, roll plus techno on a hit. Tactical answers truthfully as your mech. Hmm. I just realised I didn't. Because I also saw that, and I'm like, it'd be nice to. Yeah. So I think Dorothy is getting some of the feed from yeah. over here. I just realized I also didn't give the dialogue with what I was going to do. Oh, I, yeah. I was going to say, Nox, I, I would like, as a way of um, con contributing to this grievance battle, um, for you to use my father's knife. I'll swap it out for mine. Yeah. Yeah. Knox hands you their knife. I will bring it on. I'll take that. <laughs> take Knox's knife. Yeah. Let's just pass the knife around here. What the hell? Okay. Um, so yeah, like, uh, yeah, I think you hear Dorothy say, "All right." So it's always brought me luck, and I think it'll bring you guys luck. We hear Dorothy's voice say, "Okay, I'm seeing." I'm seeing a few options here. Which questions are you going to ask Dorothy? Well, rather, which ask? questions are you going to ask and Dorothy's going to tell you? I am thinking of asking... What should I be wary of? Cool. Are you only, do you only get one question? I only get one on a seven to nine. Sweet. What should you be wary of? And then you hear Whitney, you hear, you remember that you heard Whitney say, um, she's, you remember, yes. rather you don't, you don't remember, you hear, as, as D Dorothy starts to talk to you, you hear Whitney say, fight with honor. And then immediately, Garcia is running at you, full sprint, and then you see him go for a spin, a flying spin kick. Okay, so what should you be wary of? Garcia is not fucking around and is already attacking you. What do you do? Oh, right. There's something that Nox wanted to say before combat began. Well, I think I think Wilfred has I... triggered combat, unfortunately. Okay. Sorry, buddy. With that question of what should I be wary of, you're about to be kicked in the face. Okay, I'm gonna with one hand. I'm gonna shove. Uh, knocks uh forward and say go and i think you do i think you do hear dorothy say uh you should be aware that garcia is about to kick you in the face and then uh, boom push and knocks <laughs> already moving for the kick i know is coming i'm going to attempt to uh as he's coming out like dodge grab and throw him like 
displace him, keep the momentum going away from Nox and her target. Cool. I already know what things you're going to hopefully pick, but let's see how you go. So all that's right. uh, that's a go all out, which definitely needs a new name. Go all out. Hello, Woo! ladies. That's a ten. Woo! Nice. All right. Oh, so Leo. choose right. two. That's my Leo. Uh, I. I am going to um, put them where you want them. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just thinking of. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on the trolley. Okay. I am going to, for the moment, I'm going to go put them where I want them and avoid taking damage. Nice. Um, yeah. So like, it's like he's you know coming in for the kick up, just being worn by Dot. Let's get another, after shoving Nox forward, like just step back as it starts like you know fly in the air where I was just like grab it and while that second is off balance remembering the move that we did in training just heave and displace him away from where Nox is yeah he goes flying towards um towards the edge of the of that circle of people that are around you and you see him sort of like uh his knife goes like flying as he tries to like uh, cartwheel and he cartwheels and you realize that around the edge of the ground that marking the kind of circle you're fighting in is everyone's knives and he oh, just no. scoops one up and he's like standing there kind of half off balance what are you doing uh nox uh nox is going to um use that momentum to mm. sort of rush faster than she might be able to anticipate yep um and is going to uh, oh, faint towards that weak left side because mm-hmm. she's going to be primed to defend it now yeah. that Garcia is out of position. Yeah. And faint with one hand and go for the stab on the other side. All right, let's see how it goes. <sighs> got this. Plus It would take so long to animate. <laughs> yes, that's a seven. That's eight. That's an eight. Even better. All right, what are you picking? You get to pick one. I'm pretty sure it was that page. It's right there. Yes, um. Take a knife. <laughs> Does she only have one? That's true. There's a lot of knives around. Mm, there's a lot of knives around, but it's but it's yeah. not a non-trivial thing to try and get another knife. It would uh, it would also be a good mind game. Garcia only ended up with a knife because Wilbur didn't pick take something from him yeah. knife. Like if he said take something from him knife, then he wouldn't have he would have ended up in a situation where he wasn't near the ring of knives. Could I, mm. with take something from them? Mm. Ah, yes, I know what you're going to do because we talked about it. I'm tossing up between can I either take her advantage from being a more experienced fighter or can I take her confidence? Hmm. Hmm. So, <laughs> you can't take her advantage from being a more confident fighter, a uh, more experienced fighter. You can take her advantage though, and you can't uh, take her confidence because be that's bad. putting a condition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
I don't, yeah, that's putting a condition, but you can say, I take her advantage, and then I'll tell you what the advantage is you've deprived her of. Um. Or right. rather, we'll work that out together. Or I could just do her. Look. Fuck her up, man. Um. Take her advantage might be, um, like, rather than... Where, where take her advantage is different from put her where you want them. It's not you getting a bonus. It's uh, making it harder for her to do what she wants. So, for example, at the moment, she might want to put distance between the two of you. You no, she might have someone to guard that. Left you side. might make it so that there is no distance to put. Mm. Oh, that's cool. Um, I'm going it's to. It's very similar to put them. Where, it's it's a creative way of using of not putting them where you want them. And the, like the disadvantage of doing that is like you don't get. I'm going to mm. take her advantage, and as I'm doing that, mm. Nox is going to say loud enough for everyone to hear, none of us here are cast-offs or worthless. Yeah, okay. So I think the advantage you're taking here, I think it's the social advantage. Yeah. People are on your side now. <laughs> like, you... <laughs> Close in, take one harm, yeah. by the way, yeah. as she like slashes at your chest and then like pulls into a guard and you just like fucking take it. Mm. And you start Don't even flinch. Yeah. And you've got scars. It's another scar. Who yeah. cares? Yeah, you take the social advantage. People are on your side and we hear people start cheat like we hear people whooping and calling. Cut her physics. Oh, you've cut her emotionally. Yeah. So now even if we lose, I've taken Look, if you die, you'll die heroes. Yes. Um, Witness me, shiny chrome, upon the fury road. Thoroughly witnessed. (laughs) A designated (sighs) witness. Cool. Wilford. Um, alright. So, I want to stop Garcia from... Thank you. Alright, I'm going to I'm gonna move in on Garcia and I'm gonna try and keep him Leo's gonna try and keep him off balance mm-hmm. uh, with a series of like fast and hard jabs, cuts, slashes. He's just gonna try and do this whirlwind of movements to stop him from regaining his composure and getting back into the fight. Sure. Uh, and you get a breath from forward. Yes. Oh yeah. Because you are the next person to engage the target. Oh <laughs> how, how far did you That's go? Five. Um, got synergy. That will ding me the seven synergy. That's true. You could go up, or you could burn synergy to get across the line. Do you want to learn, or do you want to win? I. They are your mentor. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take the synergy to ding because I think it's a really good opportunity to. We'll, we'll do what happens. Excellent. Play it. So as uh, well, I think Wilfred and I talk, might have talked about this after this end of the mm. session last time, but uh, it is a better code of practice if you resolve the action first before someone is allowed to activate mm. the the bonded move. So um, you you go to do your jabs, and Garcia just grabs your wrist with their free hand and pulls you forward. And you see for a minute that Garcia could have chosen to break your wrist. 
And instead, they throw you scattering into some knives. And then you see them pull back and say, I taught you better than this. Coming with such weak form and poor footing. And it's like a weird aggressive behavior that you wouldn't, like, Garcia doesn't talk that way. Isn't the chastising, like, mm. they chastise you. But normally it's more, this just feels like self-aggrandizing. Like Garcia is playing a role. Yeah. Um, and then, as you're there on the floor, sprawled, looking at your mentor and this fo- false role they're playing, would you like to activate Bonded or would you like to keep it? Uh, I am going to activate it. Excellent. Uh, so, it's worth it. we follow, I'm pretty sure we follow the thing as presented there to you. Mm-hmm. I think it tells you what you need to do. Uh, went to below and res- um, and, re- and reset above. Yeah. Yeah, you do. So, uh, first thing I am going to do is like, I am going to add a plus one to violence. Which one as, are you picking? Because um, there's two, remember? Two options, two ways to do it. I'm going to say, what do you see with fresh eyes? Because cool. uh, I want to go, so Leo engages, uh, and his attack is stopped, like, so effortlessly. Uh, he sees with fresh eyes, possibly for the first time, exactly how capable Garcia is. So, like, he's always been, he's his mentor, he knows what he's doing, he's... Uh, he's very good at what he does, but in that moment they actually cross blades in a serious setting with serious consequences as they're locked in combat he sees how dangerous was that he could have so easily just snapped his wrist and how far he has to go before he approaches and gets close to approaching that level. But even that insight gives him the drive to build those skills. He's already said formulating how he would come at this from a different angle, what he's, you know, learning on the fly. You see written in Garcia's movements and the scars upon their body and soul that you have up until this moment not fought someone that has gone to war. This is an individual that has lived combat, whereas you've only played at it. And you're marking violence as your bonus? Yep. I feel it's the... Cool. And then for your other choice? For the other choice, um, I am going to take plus one on going till the end of the scene. Uh, All right. And he's going like, he like stands up like from where he was tossed. Uh, and remember that this is about as well about the bond between you and your in, you and your mech. So I think maybe we hear Dorothy say, "You can't leave me here." <laughs> okay. He's gonna stand up, dust himself off. He's just like. This isn't just about your training. I am fighting not only for myself, but for my mech. We are going to come out of this showing everyone here exactly what we can do, together or apart. I think that is also a uh, take a moment. Mm. So, take a moment when you give ground to your opponent out of respect or fear, take a few seconds and pick one of the following. 
tell them about your mech and the bond you share, plus one synergy. Alrighty. Because that's what you did. Then, even if you know the answer, ask them if they wish to resume the fight. So, you say, yeah. you know, I'm here to do all this shit, me and my mech together. Fuck you. Yeah. If you're gonna keep going, you're gonna drop this act and you're gonna take me seriously, Garcia. Show me the... Show me the person who taught me everything I know about this grandstanding. Just pure skill. You see them just throw the knife into the ground and then they run at you and skid along the ground. Throw <laughs> my knife. Because uh, knives is not Garcia's jam. <laughs> I'm also going to throw my knife to the ground and just yeah. like rank my chest. Come on! Dagger! Yeah. It did. And I think we're going to flow into another uh, move here, if that's okay with you, Rana. Yeah. Cool. So, I think, yeah, you two start to. You're about to clash. They've gone low. What do you do? You said you beat your chest, and then what? As this person's like coming in low. <sighs> Alright. So. Clearly, clearly, Kassir is trying to turn this into a ground fight. What's ground fight mean? Ground fight is. They want to get you onto the ground. Probably because they envision that they will have an advantage when you are like on the floor. Okay. Because they've probably practiced. I am. On the I'm going to focus on after saying that. They're going to focus on. Now he's sort of he's coming in fast and hard. He's got a plan to hit. He's going to completely focus on evasion. He's going to try and dance mm -hmm. around him to avoid getting into a cinch or clinch, however it's pronounced. He wants to just essentially. Get see what Garcia is trying to do while denying any of those hits landing trying Trying to cut off that advantage push through when you try to overcome an obstacle or achieve something risky say what you're doing and roll uh, So what you're doing to me uh, Is a dramatic display of power yep. um, So roll plus violence Yes Remember you got plus one on going. Yeah, plus one on going, plus two from violence. That is a 11. 11, nice. On a 10, fate is on your side. So you are dancing around and Garcia's like trying to kick your legs and they, they begin, they realize that they need to get up. And so they like kind of spin top up. And then they start, uh, then they start going for like quick jabs from the middle. So they're not doing like the swinging fist. You just got, these hands are coming up from near the rib. Uh, and you, a few of them are jabs. And then you see they start to come into grabs because you're wearing a shirt. Yep. Uh, can I, as I'm, yeah, as he's starting to jab and like, Dodge, bat, I see him going for the grabs. I just yeah. like to one like dodge, spin and attempt to just rip the shirt off. I think you rip the shirt off and you're dramatic. dramatic shirt off. Throw it like in his face as he's coming in. I think if you're gonna throw oh. it in your face, that's another move. I think that's a go all out because that sounds like you're trying to do it. Or actually, it's not. It's a crash and burn. Because you're trying to create an advantage. Okay. Crash and burn, roll plus technical. I'm leaving you, buddy. Oh! oh no! Spark a synergy! Um, hold on a second. Yeah, that's only a 4 5, and I have one synergy to spend. I can't get it, even no. if I wanted to. Mark a synergy, though, because you miss. Oh, yeah, shit. I think at this point. You... Wait. Mm -hmm. Can I spend the synergy I just marked? 
No, probably no, not. Because then no. it will take it to a success. No. Yeah, I you, can't yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, when you choose to take the synergy, you can't mark yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Because that resolves after. Although I will need to put some clarifying text about that. You cannot spend a synergy on... You cannot spend the synergy you just gained from failing on the roll you failed. Yeah. Because um, otherwise that would be cheating. Yeah, yeah. Then you just, <laughs> because if you spend it, it's not a success. Yeah, it's fine. Um, hey man, you, that was freaking like rad roleplay. And so I think you throw the shirt, Garcia moves... And then you see behind him, through the crowd of people, you see that Dorothy has moved right up to the tent and is like crouched down, looking at you. Oh, shit. <laughs> and like, I don't think it's a, oh shit. She's I think crowded. it's a, I'm here. You're, you're, the, you're the mech and I'm the pilot. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I thought you meant another character, so he's calling a dot. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 Dorothy, you're mech. Yeah, she's proud of you. It, so now, now rather than Dorothy's body's on the line, and I think you hear that, you hear Dorothy say, you're the mech and I'm the pilot. And in that, in, and I think we infer that to mean, mm. normally my body's on the line, now your body's on the line. I think that makes sense with getting the synergy as well. Though. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think then we sort of pan back yep. to Maria mm-hmm. and Knox. Uh, so what's happening here in this moment? You've just, you know, you've told them that, you know, they're fu- like you're, you, they're fucking shit compared to you. Your mates just fucking like they're going all out over there. Like it's turned into a thing. What are you doing? Um. So I've taken her advantage. Social yep. advantage, um, and I'm going to push these back. Hey meow. Hey meow. Sure. Uh, and going for another strike. Baby. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, go for it. So that's uh, you're gonna double out. Yep. By the way, the unspoken. Yes. Uh, the unspoken. Oh, yeah. So uh, we did talk about this briefly in our break. That like. When you miss on moves in this, it should drive the drama forward. And like, when you miss on a on like a crash and burn, when you get a near miss, you can like end up taking harms or conditions. Mm. Whereas this, the outcome that happened then seems less bad. You didn't create a condition. Dot's now gonna watch you die if you fuck this up. Yeah. Like with their eyes. I also feel like, like that is, is the escalation. Garcia also fully has the momentum in his favor now. Where before True. I felt like I was yeah. calling the shots. All right, so you got a like twelve. Yeah, twelve. Nice. Um, so I'm going to. You only live once, right? That's true. Uh, and then uh, stands. Uh, deal harm oh, to the enemy. Yep. And I'm yeah. going to avoid taking any damage. So, I've ju- so I've just set, like yeah, taken the social advantage. Saying we are not worthless, and no one here is a cast <laughs> off. And follow it up with a slice to the face. So even yeah. if she wins, she's going to bear a mark. You take her eye. Oh shit. You cut straight through her eye. One one knife as a guard in case yeah. it's a You just fallback. cut it and you just see you don't even see her, her hand doesn't go up to it on anything. She just sort of like winces and like the other eye opens wide. Like pushing everything they can into keeping that eye open. This is like a 70-year-old woman. 
Like, yeah, I don't care. No, no, no. I just want to ha thoroughly have that image for everyone. This is a seven-year-old woman that is pushing through this pain in this moment. Mm. Um, I can respect that. Yeah, and uh, and you see her hand kind of waver and lower, and then she like moves into a guard, and then you hear her say under her uh, like sort of spit out uh, Garcia's name. She's like Garcia, and then you see Garcia just pull back immediately, um, and he sprints over to, uh, and now Garcia is behind Knox, and Maria is in front. Mm -hmm. And you are flanked by these two. What do you do? Um. Back her up. Seems okay. Um. So I've just taken her Back eye. Garcia is running in. Mm -hmm. They've had to be hurried. So. If you want to look for opportunities, that's a way the odds. Um, if you want to create or expose a weakness, you could try it in Crash and Burn. Um, and if you want to engage an enemy directly, let's go with that. I would like to try to create or expose a weakness with Crash and Burn. Sure. Um, because. Her vision's compromised. Yep. Garcia's That's running a good up. Point, actually. Straight she should have me. a condition. She should have a condition for having her eye cut open. I don't yeah. want to have any. Um, Garcia's running up like behind me with a shitload of momentum. Like, yeah. Able to close um, out interference. I want to be able to call. Knox is going to mm. attempt to not that I think Garcia will do anything, but get out of the yeah, way and basically just have Garcia plow into her. I want you like wait until the last place. moment and then get out of the way sure all right cool because exposing the weakness like she can't see she can't react fast yeah, enough yeah, to yeah, that's stop good, it actually. and Garcia's just running hell for leather uh, yeah all right it was interference I would call so you're trying to put I guess we'll just call that the condition uh, like um Oh. The condition, the condition that you're trying to create is that just collided with one another. Yep. So I guess concussed. Boy. Prone. I think it's concussed. Yeah. Yeah. It's like boy. Shit. Hey. Seven. Eight. On a seven to eight, uh, it's sloppy, and you choose one. Um, Can you take a condition uh -huh, or they see your true objective? I'll take a condition. Sweet. So, I think... As you move out of the way, I think as you move out of the way, um, you, I think, I think some of, um, 
I think some of the blood from her eye. Does my forward two against Maria count to this? Yes, it would have. Then it's a ten. Never mind. You give a condition. Okay. Yep. Make sure you remove that plus one forward though, because we yep. didn't use it for the other yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, in I should put a thing in there about a plus one. F- you can choose to not use a plus one forward because that'd be really cool. Actually. Well, because plus one forwards in some versions of um, this are um, are you get them until they no longer apply. Whereas for this one, it's you get it and for the next mm. per, next roll. But I think if you get a ten, you should be able to say I don't. Like if you get a natural ten, you should be able to say I don't use my plus one forward. Mm. Yeah. Um, um, I think that that should count. But I'll think about a that. ten, and it's not sloppy anymore. Can yeah. In sort of a manner reminiscent of Penumbra and when they fight. Yeah. Being very fluid. Fluid. Nox is just gonna flip over yep. Garcia. Yeah. Just fucking just mad flips, yo! I think we hear that. I think we hear the whole crowd like gasp, but it's like, wow, look at the athleticism! And they land with the knives. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> As these two collide with one another. And then, um, and then I think, um, yeah, they collide. They have the move concussed now as well. They have the condition concussed. So, um, what do you do? You two now see these two like run into each other and they sort of like quickly sort of spin off one another and they're looking at you. One of them's fucking missing an eye. What's happening? Um, I would like to... Can I super quick? Because um, I have a move I want to do, like in this moment, as he flipped over. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I like, you know, see Garcia run off and under his breath, shit, and like he wipes the hand across his mouth. There's a bit of blood, even though he hasn't been hit yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, runs forward, scoops up his knife, yells out, duck to Knox, and is just gonna <laughs> hurl it mm-hmm. um, into like where the two concussed people are. As All he's right. trying to get over there as quick as he can. Alright, go for it. That is a... Plus your violence, plus your ongoing. Um, so that's seven... Plus, it's a ten. Because plus two... Plus your one ongoing. Plus my one ongoing. Yeah. One ongoing for the good synergy spend. Oof. And you hit who? I would like to hit... Uh, the uh, Maria. Maria. Yep. And so you choose deal harm. And uh, can I? She's still holding him hmm. a knife, right? Yep. Can I deal harm to her at the same time as taking something from her to protect her from, like, to just have it like cut across her hand? So she drops the drops the knife. I think we see her oh. drop. Yeah, you. <laughs> You deal harm, she's on three, uh, she drops the knife, and as, uh, as she drops the knife, um, Garcia, um, pushes out, uh, actually, you dropped, right, out of the way? Mm-hmm. Right, I think Garcia, like, stomps and gets your hand to take a harm, mm-hmm. because Wilfred didn't choose not to take yeah. harm, and Wilfred's not close enough, well... Leo is not close enough to take harm, which means the stakes fall to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's like this mad flip, dark enough. 
and then uh, and then I think yeah she's like dropped the knife her eyes bleeding she's looking at you mm. what do you do Nox will stand and I'd like to use the move uh, take a moment yeah um, if if that's available because yeah she's basically like standing there she's like panting so like ready to fall over we've taken her social standing <laughs> we have blinded her yep and we have clearly shown that we have the skill to take her down. Indeed. So, so Nox is going to stand up and say, no one needs to die here tonight. We have proved our point. Everyone here has fought and worked hard to get where they are. We didn't come here riding on the laurels of our family. We didn't come here because we wanted to do it the easy way. We are no one's cast off, cast offs. None of the mechs here and none of the pilots here are worthless. And we will prove that to you. And we have proved that to you here and now. Which one are you choosing? I'm going to choose um, look, I feel like it's telling them about our Max because we yeah. are all You're telling here. them about everyone in your years, Max. Like a synergy. And finish with, no one needs to die here tonight. Do you yield? I will ask once. I think when you say that, you realize that Penumbra is standing near Dorothy with knives, with both of their knives drawn? And I'm unconsciously mirroring them with my yeah. knives. Because the number is like, look, if Nox goes, it's over for me. I might as well kill the lot We're fucking in this, man. If you crack not, then the number cracks too. And I yes. think, I think I Maria, I think Maria like sort of moves. Um, and Garcia like kind of, I think we see like a whole wave of emotions rush over Garcia. And then I think, um... And then I think Whitney steps forward and says, Maria yields. I, I can see it. She yields. Maria kind of like shoots a dirty look as if she's about to say something. And Whitney just waves their hand. Knox will walk forward then and offer a hand to both Garcia and mm -hmm. Maria to help them up. Yeah, and I like, think... Flick the I, knives into some... Yeah, I think that Maria accepts... And then as that is uh, lifted up, we hear, um, we hear the, the, the whole room start like chanting and it's, it's not in English, but we, the players only <laughs> really speak English or most of us only speak English. Um, and so we hear, uh, we hear, uh, we basically hear them say long live Agnatha, but it's a much shorter kind of snappier phrase um almost like hail agnatha mm. uh, and they it starts low and then it just builds and builds and builds until the whole tent is erupting and then i think we close out there um with you having done this thing and there's shots and there's celebration and there is the Sullen acceptance of matters settled. Um, and I think you spend this evening with those you care about and support, uh, tending to your wounds and, and, and bolstering your ego 
and it almost helps this victory. This victory almost helps cut through the bit of sweetness that is the news tomorrow that Ignatha is going to war. And I think we close out the episode there. Thoughts? How we feel? Very good. Very good. Very good. I'm got sorry, my, so I didn't mean to. Got my stab on. What? I didn't mean to cut you out of that. No? What? Oh, the combat. He, did, he didn't mean to cut you out of the last scene, is what he meant. No, that's fine. Uh, I'm good. Cool. And so. He's good. Leo disappears for like the first. Probably like 40 minutes directly after that. Flight. I imagine you go to the fucking doctor. Yep. And he's all like, I can't believe you fucking did this. <laughs> I told you you could be a pilot, not an infantryman. <laughs> First they don't let me come to the ball and then you do this stupid thing. <laughs> also, I may have come up with a last name for Ramona. Oh yeah? What is it? Amaru. Ooh, that's a good last name. Mm. Also, she's part Japanese. Yeah, no, I'm here for it. I think that folds into some of the yeah, yeah, yeah. difficult nationalist conversation we've been throwing in. Um, yeah, and I think we, we sort of close out there. And actually, no, we close out there. Um, and, um, yeah, and I think we... I think we'll come back next week, well, next time we can get together with our final session. Uh, but for now, I hope that you enjoyed listening to this. Um, please uh, go check out our uh, Patreon uh, and support us um, where you can find out about all of the games that we have coming up. For just $1 a month, you actually gain access to Quest Markers, which is a podcast especially for the Patreon, where we talk about the games that I'm currently working on, as well as the shows that we're putting together for the podcast. Um, but for now, uh, farewell from the past. I'm Ray.